Bitch, you better praise God or I'ma shoot and that's on God. I ain't playing by my Lord and Savior. I'm on my job. If you ain't a Christian, I'ma stab you in the face. If it ain't about Jesus, I'ma hit you with this cane. Jesus is the one. Hell yeah, praise Jesus Christ, nigga. Free Palestine, free Tay-K. It's the trap game. Abraham Lincoln, four score and 16 bars ago. R.I.P. Betty White. She ain't dead before when she died because I know it's coming up. Welcome back to the We Was Righteous podcast. I'm your host, Chanel. And I'm Brandon. And we are the hosts of your podcast today. We're so excited to have you guys back. Before we even get started, we need to remind you to please uh, subscribe to the podcast, rate us five stars, leave a review if you feel so inspired, but definitely go click that five-star rating on Apple Podcasts because we haven't gotten any new ratings in a while. And um, somebody thinks it's cute to press a four. And I just want to let you know that a four is means nothing to us. Just give us a five or don't rate it. You know what I'm saying? Like the four doesn't give us any real feedback. So anyway, <laughs> that's that. Brandon, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm great. I love this episode. Yeah, this I love when they do flashbacks now. Like I think it's so first of all, the actors are the best. Um, because they really like, you know, like that thing the actor. Like it used to be like a I don't know if it was a legit exercise or a comedy, but when like people stand and like mirror each other and one hand moves when the other hand moves and like mm-hmm. they try yeah it feels like the young actors that are, and the uh, adult actors do the same thing because they're literally channeling the character so well so kudos to those actress actors and actresses um I also love like as a side note the Amber and Judy dynamic because we don't talk a lot about like how they like I didn't know Amber went that way back with him so and that makes sense when you see how tight they are. Anyway, I'm getting into it, but yeah, I also love the episode. Um, usually at this point in the epi, we start like going through emails, but y'all didn't email us this week, and that's okay. But know that you can always email us at we was dragons podcast at gmails.com or is it pod? We was dragon pod pod. Yep, no cast. We was dragons pod at gmail.com. Um, that'll be in the show notes. Also, ways to follow us on social media in the show notes. Please subscribe to my YouTube real quick, youtube.com slash at Chanel creating the verb. And that's really all I got for preamble. We did want to chat about, um, did we say yes, we were going to chat about Silo or no? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Brandon told me to hurry up and watch Silo. I started it and it did get affect me in a way where I finished it in two days. And when I finished it, I was like, what just happened? The, I Obviously I knew it was like a part of a book series, but I didn't realize it was like, like, it's like a book series from like one to five and this is like two to two and a half like it was just not i, I felt very lost in it so i did this look made ahead, me so, so mad this made me so what? mad my reaction you. yes you <laughs> going to look ahead of a tv show after the first season because you couldn't just talk about it made me so it angry was, it was because <laughs> now i can't talk to you about it you, you already oh, know what's going to happen. I don't spoil anything. No, I never spoil stuff for you. I never. Oh, I'm I don't say you're going to spoil it. It's that you don't. You know what's going to happen. I don't so know. No, let me tell you. I didn't read everything, but I needed to understand what that even meant at the end. So I'm. Why more you just ask? Why do you just say? Oh my god, I didn't know what oh, happened. Oh, you told me. No, I, we were as we were texting. You were telling me, and I still was. Un- it was like I usually get things. So the fact that I did, I couldn't even put this in a category. I was like, nah, I don't like this. Um, so it is what it is. I'm and so it remind this show the whole time reminded me of a show called Wayward Pines. Did you ever watch that? Mm-mm. It was like I don't know what made it good because it was kind of terrible, but it's a show. <laughs> it's 
so sorry. So if anyone watched it, please let us know because nonsense. It's a show where like these people just wake up and they don't know where they are and then they're just in this town and it's like it's it's a real town like they're walking out and about but like it's just like what like what are we doing and people don't question it then people question it and then they figure it out and they're not allowed to leave outside the wall and they're like why well, can't leave us at the wall long story short at the end of the season we realized that like um the world has totally ended and there's like zombies not zom- no they're not zom- not zombies it's like these creatures that will attack you if you go into the woods. So they really were in danger, but there was like a tyrant. So it's like, I was like, is this this kind of show when I was watching it? Um, But it has its own like very, like it's a whole different, I think, universe and story. But it was like giving those vibes like, oh, they're going to figure it out. And the whole time I wanted to know like, is it actually dangerous outside? And why I had to look it up is because I was unclear <laughs> about whether or not it was dangerous outside. I just, I couldn't the- grasp it. <laughs> That's the point. That's why I was so upset with you. That was the point of the whole show. You like the whole point of the show. So just so you know, the the writer, the author who wrote this book, these books, it didn't start out that way. So it started out, he wrote a very short story, like 40 pages on Amazon, on Kindle for 99 cents. And he released it. And it and it was just super popular. And all so the story was about. Um, Allison and um, the black dude. Um, what's his name? His name is David. Oh, and so this that was the original story, right? It was just about that first, like the first two episodes, like the first episode and a half or whatever. That was the whole story. That was it. And then it just got so popular, like it just it went crazy, and the people were just like, "You need to finish the story. Like you need to finish the story." And so that's when he started writing everything else out, right? And so then he built the rest of the universe. And that's why if you watch the show, the first two episodes are about, like, these two people. And then the whole rest of the season are about, like, a whole other group of people. A whole other thing, yeah. Because, um, by the way, spoiler alerts from here. Yeah, so he... So that's kind of how that went. And so the show, apparently... So, like, the whole point of the show is these people live in this silo, Oh, or silo which is like yeah this underground, 144 floors yep it's like this underground imagine it's like 144 levels deep underground with no elevators there's one staircase that gets you up and down the middle of the silo everything is surrounded around that you can't have anything from the old quote-unquote old world what they call relics so cameras video cameras they don't know what any of that shit is just imagine like You've been a world has been you've been underground for 100. They said he's been down there for 140 years. That's what they say on the show. We don't know how true that is, but that's what they say on the show. They've been down there for yeah. 140 years. So imagine you've been down there for a long time. You don't know what the fuck happened, and everything is foreign to you. That's basically well, what I, the show is. And I, but I, but one, I don't want to tear holes in it, but like some things they do know, like they have forks, <laughs> like they know what a knife is. They know what handcuffs are. Like, it's like, it's random things that may Well, they allow may certain things. Cause remember they said like, you have to get a relic approval. So like certain things they right. probably allow because you had to be able to use it. Right. But I'm also saying like outside of relic approval, like, okay, they might have a watch that's old. That's fine. But I'm saying like, just in general, it's, ra- it, I feel like it is random things. It wasn't like everything that was banned was like, only history it was like um certain like they certain technology or i think it was like oh 
okay maybe it was like technology that could discover history i guess you could say but i guess mm-hmm. what i'm trying to say is like the things that they could do just don't imagine it's like a foreign country it's like not country foreign planet a different planet it's like they do regular things they go to work they end up like hierarchy social hierarchy which is also like a, i think a big part of the subtext but like the upper floors end up being wealthy the middle floors being middle class and the lower floors are like the workers who like you know nobody goes to visit or see um so you see like those type of like life is kind of the same but it's not in that these people like you said have never been above ground and the it's reason designed why that been- way right exactly right but yeah. the reason why they haven't been above ground is we if you haven't caught that from the the uh previews is that um they're told that the air outside is poisonous they don't know why they don't know who built the silo they just know that the air is so poisonous yeah so all, all those things are done on purpose right so like the reason why there's no elevators is to control the traffic which controls communication which limits revolts or changing classes you know if you got to walk up 30 flights of stairs to do something you're not finna do that every day right and so they didn't have phones either right no no phones they don't have they don't allow um, devices that allow you to scope like anything that can magnify because that changes the dynamic of having to go up and down the stairs if i can just get in the camera and zoom down but i also think it's not even just that i think it's i felt like it was it was um I feel like that could be it. That actually makes sense. I thought it was about like documents and being able to like read super small script or things like that. No, it was about, it's about like, you know, being able to send messages, right? They have carriers. They don't have email. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they're like, it's, it is about like not being able to further their language or like their, their, like their research abilities at the same time. Cause like I I just for sure because like people are finding relics people are like uh there's this idea of um sorry another big part of it is that there was a rebellion 140 years ago so they've been down there for more than 140 years based on what they're saying and there was this rebellion and like fortunately the silo won the rebellion was done they celebrated every year and they're trying to keep peace um but like the mayor of the of the silo is just terrified that every other day it'll start a new rebellion um so they're all about like keeping peace and keeping people from all like going crazy and like arming up and hurting each other that i feel like that's like the the high level of it because i i um yeah well they want to keep everybody inside like at least from the from the show's perspective from what you know in the first season it's poisonous outside and Mm -hmm. so you have to you have to stop people from wanting to go outside for their own good from that perspective you think about it from that perspective yeah out of curiosity yeah it's just weird though because um i will say that it's like it's it's like obscure for obscurity's sake and it doesn't make sense to me like why um i guess what so okay i won't even get into like what happens at the end of the season i guess you just can watch that but um and there's this process where like if people want to go outside they ban them from society they send them out and there's this thing that they can do where they can either like clean off the camera so people can see more clearly what it is like outside or um, they can choose not to. And like, it's, it's like symbolic either way. And so I say all mm-hmm. that just to say that like, um, there is a big part of what you just said, which is true, is that they don't want people to like open up a hatch or like actually, um, it's somebody to break through the ceiling and like cause irreparable damage. Cause like with them believing that the air is so poisonous, everyone would die. Like civilization as we know it is done. Um, so that's why uh, 
like they had built out this whole capacity for people to like leave and go out in the poisonous air and but the whole intrigue of that season is like is the air really poisonous why are they keeping them down there what is it we don't know and why is it so important not to know these relics and i think a little bit if we get we gave a warning right did we give a warning Okay, last spoiler warning. We're going to talk about literally the secrets of the season. So do not listen any further if you're going to watch it. Go ahead. Or skip ahead maybe like five minutes, right? Yeah. We should be done by then. Five or so minutes. So, yeah. So the end of the season, right? So like the whole season is they find this hard drive and it has all this information on the silo. And one of the things... Which, on by the, the way, silo, like 90% of the hard drive was just impossible. Like nobody ever saw 90% of the hard drive. It was like, there's a start here file, there's a video, and then nobody saw anything else on it. Well, in the first the in first episode, yeah, you see some blueprints and stuff. They go through a little bit more, but yeah. Which, by the way, was re- that is really interesting because like they... Sh- I was like, why does this matter? And then they show that there's tunnels underneath. So mm-hmm. it's like, where the fuck are the, do the tunnels lead? And that was always interesting because it doesn't seem like anybody has ever snuck in. So it's like, why are there tunnels? So that, like, I feel like that's intrigued they're building up for the rest of the seasons. But yes, yeah, who knows where they lead? And so one of the big things that they come across is they have this uh, screen in the cafeteria that shows the outside, right? And this is, mm-hmm. and everybody knows it's a screen. They know it's not a window, obviously, because they're right. hundreds of feet below. So they know right. it's and a screen. What, sorry, that's, and that's what connects to the camera that they clean. Yeah, but they don't call it a camera. They call it a sensor because they don't know what a camera is. What a so camera is. Yeah, it's a sensor. Uh, and so they see this sensor, right? And so, and it just shows like the outside, all destitute and destroyed and then on the hard drive they found this video of the same part of the outside but it's like green and luscious and birds are flying and Mm -hmm. it's sunny and they're like holy shit they've been lying to us the whole time right that's what you're led to believe and so early in the season this woman allison wants to go out to prove to everybody that it's safe by the way rashida jones did her thing yeah rashida jones yes well she was only on there one episode but she was great she goes out there and she dies and then the next episode right so the whole season though i was thinking is this is this a lie because she had me convinced that like everything on the camera was fake because it's like either something's fake right and so i was like are they literally like digitizing her to be laying there like looking like she's dead but she's literally outliving her life um and that's kind of what i was holding on to and hoping for the whole season oh that's what she thought okay no i thought it was fucked up the whole time i thought they were lying to her and it is poisonous but I thought that it was because I thought that it was like they were putting poison in the in the air pack or something like that, like in the air pack. Because the second episode, he takes off his helmet. Yeah. Then he died. And I was like, oh, shit. So it's not maybe he got to I was like, oh, maybe he already got poison. He took it off his helmet. And and that's that's what I thought when he went out. Um, But I also was like, again, all of this. If we know that there that somebody's digitizing this whole world, this whole view, either in through a helmet or through the sensor, like somebody's lying so i was like why why would they put it past them to lie and like just put a like film it who knows what they can do because there's like this quote-unquote it department that runs all the information um and all the tech in the uh all the information all the tech in the silo so it's like i didn't know if they could make that fake or like add some bodies that look like they're just laying there like who knows so that i was kind of holding on to that the whole season and so it builds up to a crescendo to the last episode with jules Rebecca Ferguson, and she's really smart, and she figures this stuff out, and she's just and but they lie on her because she's starting to figure this shit out, and they lie on her and say that she wanted to go out when she didn't actually want to go out, 
And oh, by the way, the villains are Tim Robbins and Common, who Common did a great job as a villain, but there was Is Common moment. a villain though? Well, hold on. There was one moment where he was like, Shut up, shut up. And I was like, Common, stop. You wrote like water for chocolate. You can I don't believe this. Like it's just <laughs> there's something where no matter what he does, I'm like, You're come on, Common, don't do that. So he was like, he acted well, but and is he a villain? I don't know, but like he just did not scare me because I was like common you know like just so y'all know tim robbins is fucking amazing he's in there commas in this rebecca ferguson's great harriet walter who played um the roy's mom is in here she's like jules's mom basically that's what that was oh snap oh i because i saw jerry and i I started watching vengeance yesterday with my niece and jerry was and i said look at you jerry she was southern Ian Glenn, who plays Sir Jorah Mormont, is her daddy. So he's That's, in here as well. Oh my God. I kept saying, who, where is he from? <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just said he was so. so I, and that's somebody from something. I did that the whole season. I'm sick. Yeah. Grayscale. Yeah. Yes. Grayscale. <laughs> yes. Grayscale. So yeah, it builds up to me. this end point where they send the jewels out for being too smart. But her mom, her fake mama, um, the Roy's mom, Harriet Walter, Martha, they call her Walker in there. She ain't never left the house in 20 years. She finally leaves the house and she takes up this good tape. And she's like, yo, tape up, take them up. Because I don't know, something just seemed wrong with that tape. Like they was way too pissed that he took that Jules took that tape. So Use this good tape. Yeah, it came and, up over and over that she stole this tape. And I was like, okay. So what happens is they put like this spacesuit on so you can go outside and they tape up the crevice. They tape up like where the two things meet, like your hands and your shoulders meet and your feet meet. So like to stop air, supposedly to stop air from getting in, right? But what we find out is that they was putting bad tape you on them on purpose so that the air so can get in, die. which confirms that the air is fucked up. And but this time when Jules went out there, she ain't died because she had the good tape. And Tim mm-hmm. Robbins freaks out. He's like, Yo, what the fuck is good? Like she knows. Yeah. To comment, nobody like, else knows what's going on. Yeah, exactly. But I think my thing is like what's confusing to me in general, and this is why I was stuck, is because I'm like, if it's poisonous for real, like it's poisonous for real, like let somebody have a microphone. Like literally, oh I well, okay. The re I know why, but like to some extent I'm like whatever is going on on like a global level whatever is totally what is like being hidden or like whatever like is he's really protecting just tell everybody that like it didn't seem to me like anything that they would say would be like oh fuck this I'm gonna cause a rebellion and I I don't know yeah there's obviously something more because when Jules goes outside you see that there's like 50 other silos around her interesting right so So maybe that's what the tunnels have to do with so yeah so there's clearly a reason why these silos were built and again why can't you tell me that's why it's like that that's the hole in it for me is if if it was always poisonous because you can't control people they have to control people i don't know why they have to control people i'm sure we'll find out but it's all about control the show in the first season will have you believe it's for their own good. I don't know if I believe that entirely, but the show would have you believe that it's for their own good. The show would have you believe mm-hmm. it's fucked up outside. Mm-hmm. You need to protect these people from themselves mm-hmm. because human nature 
is going to want to go out and mm-hmm. find out shit. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, maybe, no, I think it is for control. And, oh, those people also believe they're the last ten thousand people on the planet. Right, 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 fair enough. So that's what they believe. And so if you tell them that, and you know, I don't know, how, I don't even know how much Bernard knows because there's a point when Jules is everything. talking to him, Tim Robinson's character, and Jules is like, "What about the big ass door under the silo?" And he was like, he looked around like, "What? What are you talking about, big ass door?" So even like the big bad yeah. who knows more than everybody else. I don't even think he yeah. knew about that. I think if there's anything bigger going on, that's what they'll expand upon. Like, we'll learn about all that in season two. I guess I would just say, like, if we do come back to this show, I personally think, unless I'm missing a lot, because I am missing a lot, I didn't read anything, I wikied it. But, like, unless I'm missing something major, it seems to me like they could tell them the literal real story of what happened because at the end of the day, the stuff is still poisonous and they send people out that way and they could literally have people, like, mic'd up in the thing saying like oh it is poisonous i'm dying like i don't know why it's like this whole thing where it's like oh we can't we can't hear from them no more they just have to do something simple it just seems weird to me um that they wouldn't just be like yeah nigga look it's they're dead like they're actually dead no no doubt about it like we talked to them as they were dying they said oh i'm wrong it, it, it does look bad out here like i don't know i just think it's stupid but again like you said oh no I maybe- so i think you're missing that part so when they clean the when they clean the sensors, right? So like they because, put the, no, it's because they believe it's actually not poisonous, and they want people to see better, so they wipe the thing off, right? Right, but the people inside they cheer because they are confirmed that yes, it's fucked up out there, and this is where we need to be, and this is good. That's why I remember when Allison cleared the sensor, everyone cheered like yeah. They're like cheering for her. I thought they cheered because, um, kind of like the same way that you cheer when something just is cool. It didn't. To but me they didn't cheer like when Jules didn't clear when she dropped they were upset the thing. They're like, they're like, why don't you do it? It seemed like oh, they almost cheered out of tradition. I hear you, and I think that's um, like why? Because because my thing is like, why would you cheer? Why would you cheer that you're still like gonna die? I don't know. It just didn't. For me, I felt like they were just cheering to because it's a tradition, like it's like a thing you do, and that is, and I'm saying that because like in our society, I can't think of a good example right now, but there's plenty of things we cheer on that like are stupid, but it's like, oh, they did the thing, like they rung yeah. the bell, they did this thing. So that's what I was assuming, but I mean, I'm sure that what you're saying is probably more grounded. But I say all that to say that, um, that why not let take take that video off i guess they're trying to give people like a nice death or something take that video off yeah, that too. See that it's bad but but let people see this bad put a microphone in them and be like what do you see because they're not making it like okay you want to go outside can you be exploratory for us and i'm only i'm only going that deep into it to say it's because of the air is so poisonous they don't have to do all this like unsure stuff so clearly bernard isn't on top of everything because this doesn't that just didn't I could that couldn't click for me. So with all that said, that's why I looked it up because I was like, I must be missing something and it's gonna bother me. So I haven't spoiled anything for you. Um, like obviously there's I'm still like, mad at you. Anything I read was just about like I just wanted to know why the fuck what what are because I was like, are those silos? What the fuck? And then I just wanted to know like what happened. And um, by the way, that they're outside of Atlanta. <laughs> we think it's Atlanta. No, it's definitely that's the funniest part to me why do all these end of the world shows happen in atlanta walking well i don't know that it's atlanta but they had a georgia book so you assume it's atlanta no i'm telling you it's atlanta 
Yeah, I that's my one spoiler Atlanta. for you. That's my one spoiler for you. It's absolutely Atlanta that they see decimated in the wasteland. And I'm just like, how is this desert? It just don't yes. make no sense. All right, I found my hole. I found my plot holes. And there's, you know, somebody who read the books and actually don't tell us who Brandon hates seeing being swole, but um, there's some plot holes, is what I'm telling you. And it's and not it a plot sense. hole if they no, explain I'm it t- later. But I'm telling you that it makes sense because the nigga wrote the third, the third, fourth of the book and then went back and put the rest together. That's probably why. Right, but they also that. are not doing the books. Exactly. So yeah, sure. he did well, he did an interview and he said season two is gonna greatly differ from the books, is what he said. So maybe it'll make it make sense. Look, that's I've spoken, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, because there's a lot of things. So like Sims, Commons character. He was not a big mm-hmm. character in the books, from what mm-hmm. I understand. I I, I know what happened in the audition. books. Up, I know what happened in the books up to this point of the show. So, like, apparently, he wasn't a big character in the books. They didn't have a syndrome, so we didn't talk about that. But like, they have this like disease or some type of yeah, just some ableism wrapped up something. in there. But they brought the apparently they brought the syndrome in for something specifically to, that's going to happen. Too. That's going to happen down that- the road. But I also get brought it up to like give an excuse for like somebody to escape or whatever. I will say this though, um, that I'm confused because I feel like what happened in this story is actually not even the first book. So it is no, definitely not. like yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they definitely do a lot. Okay, well that is Silo. Um, check, oh, wait, Brandon, can you do you ha- you don't have a counter going when we're recording, right? Uh, no, but I can figure it out. Okay, you. hold on, I'm gonna clap. That's our timestamp for spoilers. Okay. Okay, great. Um, okay, we're back to a spoiler-free zone. We are here, Brianna. We're here to talk about righteous gemstones. If you came here for righteous gemstones and we just fucked up your whole night, I am so sorry. But Silo was like a deep ten episode show. It took ten hours of my life, and at the end, it's how I felt at the end of Zodiac. I was just like, "There's what? Who is the killer?" The movie? Yes. Oh my gosh. Who, like, who is the killer? Who did it? I need to You don't know. like mystery, do you? No, I love mysteries. I just felt see Zodiac like there's there's nothing. Well, yeah, there's no and... Yeah, it's nothing you could do. I could yeah, but this one I could clearly just go and be like, what did I miss? But yeah, no, I do I love mysteries, but I think I love that mysteries get solved, like fiction gets solved. Um and the cliff look, it was a decent cliffhanger, but like I said with Wayward Pines, right? We know what the whole secret is at the end. Or like Veronica Mars, one of my favorite shows of all time. There's a huge mystery, like in the beginning, like the biggest thing. And it's solved halfway through. But two other mysteries have popped up to where you're like, oh, great. Now that's going to lead to this. It's not like just Scooby doing it to the end. So I don't mind cliffhangers. I just personally was not able to process it. <laughs> I wasn't able to digest it as is. But yeah, that's uh, that's, okay. That's Silo. Now we're talking about Righteous Gemstones. We have our classic flashback episode. We get at least one every season. Um, That's how we learned about Amy Lee and Baby Billy. That's how we learned about how the kids were um, when they were. That's how we, yeah, that's how we learned about him, how the kids were in season one. I'm trying to think about what the scenario was there. Um, That's how we learned about Eli, how he used to wrestle and all that. Like we have all these um, flashbacks that I really love. And just before we get into it, a reminder is that the season opened with Maymay coming after Amy Lee with a wrench and trying to literally homicide her. And we didn't know why. And we all know that Amy Lee didn't do nothing to that extent to deserve all that. Um, and Maymay getting hit by a car, which I don't think means anything. Like, like 
she's literally perfectly fine when we see her in the in present time um but uh to me this was what preceded that so before we get into it brandon i have a big question for you that usually we answer at the end who do you think is the biggest villain of the whole situation now that we have the information we got from this episode um eli what <laughs> it's not may may did you watch the episode same episode that we watched <laughs> oh my god it's may may how is it may may it's a close se- eli's a close second okay well, <laughs> we'll what did may may do Besides just be a strict religious mom. Maybe they kicked this whole shit. Okay. So we with one thing that it did clarify for me is that I thought the Y2K stuff was gonna come up like in present day where they're like, we're gonna cancel you now for something you did back then. This is like in the moment, year two thousand. For wait, actually, first of all, I know we don't necessarily have to go scene by scene, but we open with baby Judy. She's like middle school age. Did you love that Judy is the same throughout, or did you feel like it turned like you were like Judy is too much? I said Judy, Judy is an asshole. Okay, and she's my still an watched, asshole. My niece watched it with me, and she was like, "I hate her." I was like, "You need to slow your roll, homeboy." Okay, stud, calm it down, because Judy is. I stand Judy, but I do think that she's just like. What Jesse says about her later actually is she has a temper, she's impulsive, and we're just not used to seeing that in a female character. And no, you know does- who Judy is? She's Junior from Problem Child. Maybe that's why I love her. Yeah, because it's like it's an inexplicable problematicness, but it's kind of like it don't bother nobody unless she's bothering you. Like she's not like problematic to everybody in the world. She's problematic when she chooses to be, and it's like I think that maybe it doesn't trigger me because I'm like, I wouldn't bother. So I don't I don't see an inherent issue <laughs> in how no, she is. You lying. If that woman was throwing her hair on your desk while you was trying to learn as smart as you are, you're going to be like, oh, all right, Judy. All but right. she did it because she liked him. So that wouldn't even happen to me. But if Judy was, I you mean, know, look, she might have liked you. If Judy liked me and was putting her hair on my desk, I'd be like, girl, can you just, I, like, let me tell you something I would never do to anyone is cut their fucking hair. Like, I think he was, she just has bad taste at that point. She but he did boys. tell her three times nicely. Oh, he totally didn't. She didn't listen. But that, but you don't resort to pulling out scissors because somebody <laughs> invades your personal space. And I think we all know that. Like, and them had to be real scissors because there was enough to cut hair. Like, that boy brought sharpened a weapon to school. He pulled out, anyway. Um, so Judy has a crush on this boy. We see her just sass and walk. By the way, she had that bandana shirt on. I loved that. Like it just took me back. The kids were authentic. So she Judy used to have long hair. She's flirting with this boy who could like literally is like does not see her at all in that way. And um she <laughs> he's literally like, move your hair. She's like, You like my luscious hair? Like, don't you like he's like, your dandruff is on my paper. She's like, mm, you know you like it. What so she definitely was not taking no for an answer, which is wrong. But um, he cuts her hair, but he doesn't even cut her hair evenly. He cuts the middle out and leaves the sides long. And she finds out by people laughing later, um, which I hate when kids laugh at each other. And Judy does what Judy does, which is bust into band practice and wreck his shit. You yeah, know, so it's clear like, and, and stormed out and said, I loved you. I loved you, you stupid. Idiot. What, like, why not, though? What's why, what do you mean, why you not? Did? Why are you defending <laughs> this? What is wrong with you? 
Don't please don't let Chanel fit. undersell it's... what Judy was doing. Judy was harassing this. If you re, if you replace if you switch the genders and you had this boy harassing this girl, harassing her, blowing kisses at her in the middle of the classroom, leaning towards her, <laughs> talking telling her how cute she was, how much she loves her, and wanted to do all these things to her. And then she nicely declines him, then nicely declines him, then nicely declines him. And he's still doing that. So she resorted to doing something to him. And then he responded by storming into another class and getting violent and tearing up his shit. You would not be like, well, you know, I don't see anything wrong. I agree I wouldn't. And here's why because sexism isn't fixed yet. So I can feel how I want to feel when sexism is, Mm. is, when we're equal, then it'll be wrong. But until then, we got to go. No, no, that doesn't make it not wrong. It doesn't make it as it doesn't make What's it, it as what, what is it called? Um, Willful disobedience, law, <laughs> a righteous disobedience, whatever it is. Wait, what's this? Good, good trouble. <laughs> no, that's not that is not that is not what John Lewis was talking about. <laughs> I'm offended that you took good trouble to find the Judy Gemstone. <laughs> that is offensive. Okay. <laughs> love i love i just love that man okay put the boy aside and what she did aside i love that that's how judy still is like and i'm not saying i love it like she should be that way i'm saying like as a show like as a show in how they're writing these characters like oh yeah that's who judy is it's so and it's like it's just like i feel like somebody took time to just think about like who is judy and it just tracks in a way that's like very very enjoyable makes sense like for example always sunny in philadelphia show i really do enjoy but like and the characters are distinct but they're like they're more distinct in like dialogue in a way and then they change a lot over the years um and some of it is the same in a way where it's like okay whatever this is just like so true i don't know it just feels like very true in a very like common well, i took it fiction kind of way. i took it that these people never grew up that they're the same person right it's Fair. like yeah they're literally just the same like these kids were so spoiled and whatever that they just mm-hmm. they're just still they're just big big yeah. ass kids now <laughs> right exactly no we're saying the same thing i, I want to play the next it. scene too it's wish fulfillment for me because you know you're always taught to be better and grow and all this stuff and i just like these kids being assholes and that's who they are okay go ahead and play so the next scene is the y2k infomercial which I just thought this was perfect. This is this is just peak television. This is where baby Billy get like this is where both of their scammer. Up. Yeah, Billy Billy selling holy water two seasons ago. This is just as bad. This is just as bad. So let me play the scene. If I knew I could care for my family during a terrifying and uncertain time with just a bucket or two. Well, I would be running to my pocketbook. Not only do Amy Lee and I want you to be safe, the Lord wants you to be safe. (laughs) Jesus talked to me last night. Jesus said, Eli, you better get them folks ready. Y2K is real. It's coming. And the church is going to need help. $49.95. Let me tell you what was in the, I took notes. Let me tell you what was in this bucket. <laughs> they had soup mix, a first aid kit, a handheld radio. Chicken flavored noodle. Their book. So when everything's going to shit, so you need to read <laughs> the book about Amy Lee and Eli. 
And then they had liners for something. I don't even know what it was for. It just said gemstone liners. Oh, it was freeze-dried chicken flavor. So it was basically ramen noodles. Mm-hmm. In this book. Oh, hold on. I got another. There's a flashlight. There's uh, mac and cheese powder. The okay. <laughs> emergency food rations. <laughs> That's what it says on the cover. Emergency food rations. Government cheese. A Y2K gemstone survival CD. Mm-hmm. Toilet paper. Instructions. Oh, there Toilet paper. And uh looks like like some type of trash bag or like uh something like that. Some type of trash bag. That's what they were selling for fifty dollars in two in the year two thousand. Which, by the way, just so you know, in c- comparing that to today, <laughs> I love when people go look this up. Fifty dollars in today, fifty dollars in the two thousand in January of two thousand is ninety dollars today. So they were charging ninety dollars <laughs> for that shit. Mm-hmm. And you telling mm-hmm. me he's not the villain? I'm saying that he's the second most villain. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes, that is what happened, and that was messed up. And I think that you know the thing about Eli is not even that. I think what is clearly they're clearly saying about um, the world in this show is that like there's there's issues everywhere you look you know what i'm saying like there's nobody here who's actually a saint i think that's probably more of my takeaway right and then um like you know we talk i talk about this being like a succession but i also love imagining like this is joel olstein's kids you know like just thinking about yeah. um this like the f- turning back the page behind like these things that we glorify um also like I, i've been sitting i've been sleeping on the fact that like jesse's literally like a, has a, a squad of hitmen like <laughs> jesse goes and like beats people up in the streets you know and orders uh orders attacks on people so like they're not good people in any way but um jesse i think i like the fact that jesse is down there with them in his own way um actually i don't know i enjoy that about him but i think that this is I'll get to why I think Mei is the villain because uh did I say Jesse? I meant to say Eli. I love that Eli is down there and in in, like Eli's not this perfect character with these, oh, how did these children end up this way? Like he's flawed too. Um, and I think that's what makes it more compelling. Um, but because this is back in the two thousands, we see Kelvin, by the way, Kelvin's a little baby. I love the little Kelvin character. He was perfect. Um, and then Jesse, we've seen baby Jesse or young Jesse before, and I'm telling you, that boy is watching like game game tape because how is he he like he gets the way like the Afri- the um inflection. euphemisms yeah inflection the the physicality of, of jesse like he walks around like him and i'm like that is what i just love that about the show um we find out that him and amber him wait what do you say 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 my baby is what he's calling this girl yes him and amber been riding since before the wheels fell off so in some way that makes me feel better about amber not that i ever you know i t- told you before she's a girl boss um, but like she really was fucking with him, even though he was rich and even though it was comfortable for her. Like, I do genuinely think that like, they've been loving each other since then because she has that man's back. Like she did not get the money and be like, oh, I'm going to distance myself, find a way to divorce. She's right, really riding with him. And we see that from the beginning. So in a weird way, I love seeing um, the beginning of the character of their characters doing that. So I guess that's like mostly there's this diet. There's a scene between judy and um amber that also was interesting because like early in the season 
we had Amber and Judy had like a, you know, the issue when Aunt Judy, sorry, Amber dropped off the, what's it called? The system. Amber dropped off the mm-hmm. system at the house and Judy was like, stay out of my business. But so to know that they go that far back, I really did um enjoy. And so there's a scene where Amber's washing her hands in the bathroom and Judy oh, just comes hold in on. And Before that, there's a, hold on. Before that, there's a classic um, dinner scene because they always get these scenes with their eating and they're always shitting on each other. Absolutely. Okay. And I wanted it. to play that because I thought that was perfect because this is this is literally them 23 years later. The same yes. shit. <laughs> so let's play that. He cut my damn hair and tried to Samson my ass. I wasn't just going to take that. Samson. Your teacher, your principal. You stay out of it. You don't act like a lunatic. That's right. Tell me about it. I bring my sis and my baby all the way here to get to know my family. And we are instantly dealing with all this he said, she said bullshit. Suck my dick, Jesse. You suck mine, Judy. I'm in a male boy, not no snack. <laughs> that was good. Wait, can you pause for a I just want to say, I'm not watching it with you and hearing the voice. It literally sounds like fucking Danny McBride. That's crazy. Keep going. Yeah, that's so weird. Little TT. Fuck off, Kevin. At least I got a TT. Not a tiny little doll pecker like you. Not even any hairs or nothing. Enough. We have a guest. Well, this is not the impression we want to give you, Amy. They let that go so far. <laughs> Blessing. Amy Lee, well, they let it go further in real life. Amy Lee looks like the type of mom that's like knows her kids do this shit, but like hates hearing the cuss words still, but like doesn't yeah, actually want to discipline them. Yeah, ex- exactly. And she's <laughs> like, this is a losing battle. They're going to do this anyway. Like, she's almost like, I'd rather you do it in front of me kind of mom, but also I hate that you do it. Um, and that's the thing. Like, they're so religious. Well, they're, they're known to be religious. They're like, you know, America's sky daddy whatever what do he call him america's jesus daddy and they're this big like church family but they actually just like kind of live their lives like regular old Amer- rich americans and like and the Jesse, reverse of that thing yeah jesse's in his hip-hop phase by the way so the soul that nigga had all fubu at the end of the house yeah in this scene he has on a a giant red like sweater that like people used to wear back then with a backwards philly yes. hat yes Fitted. And it's Black like, I want to be fitted. mad. I want to be mad, but I cannot be. Apologies. It was a blessing to have you with us. Where are you from, sweetheart? Oh, Kentucky. Just a small little town. Is that human hair country? You wearing a horsehair wig? How are you defending this woman? This is literally Cause she Junior. Is, she- because mm-hmm. at first she was being, she's trying to defend her brother. She's trying to make sure he's safe. That's what you think this is? Protect. That's where I was looking for. She's trying to protect her brother. I think she's trying to stop her brother from being distant from her. Yeah, until the end. Um, it's <laughs> real hair. Not a wig. Mm. Judy, why don't you slide this chicken fried steak with gravy right up your ass? I wasn't trying to be mean. She's from the country, so I called her country. All the best girls are country girls. Isn't that right, darling? Don't you know it. So, yeah, I had no idea what he was going to tell her to slide that chicken steak. I was like, where is this going? <laughs> right up her ass. Um, no, I think that, like, clearly I spent half of the episode appalled, but I, it's just like, for me, Judy is all as well that ends well. But, um, yeah, so. Oh, just Judy so you is... know, I don't think Judy is bad. I'm yes. just saying, I'm not, oh, def- not going to defend her behavior. I'm not going to take her side. Okay. Um, so Judy, like, still go- hurt people. 
for real for sure so she's just going in on amber by her hair but then she does later say like i actually like your hair and that's why i'm fucking with you but um so they have the scene in the bathroom where she's like this is when she says out loud like i know you just want the money like she presses her amber's like no i don't um and i will say that like doing that is not great but but with amber sticking around despite that that kind of in a way like does i think would make anyone feel better like okay i did harass her ass she's still here like she might actually like him versus like feeling like she got caught and she's gonna break up with him for some reason or she could be like this is just his sister who cares but um in general i was like okay that does make some type of sense that she's not like jealous as much as she is like also aware that like they are rich she knows what that means you know um she has her own insecurities too we know why amber loves her money now because she grew up dirt poor in the fucking backwoods hills of Kentucky. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And you you wouldn't know it from her, but uh, Amber, because Amber's a baddie. But um, so we have uh, I feel like that's kind of like the main thing about them too. Um, there's this thing where Judy like steals the ring, and that comes up later. So I'll talk about that maybe just with Julie does. But like Julie steals a ring from Amber, that means a lot, and she gives it back to her later when she gives it a compliment about the hair. So that's kind of like. Just pulling that in early, like, wraps up the Amber thing. We know about them happily ever after. Um, But we now, is this, like, let's just switch to talking about the, what is it, Montgomery's? So what happened, yeah, so what happened right after that was uh, they <laughs> they cut to the Montgomery's at that weird-ass church. And Peter's giving this sermon holding rattlesnakes in his fucking hands <laughs> so inside you have the faith. church. If you have faith, nothing can harm you. And I was like, y'all better have that thing trained because I was just waiting for it to, to bite somebody. And when you people are getting damn caught... rattlesnake, <laughs> that shit was about to What's the flute thing? <laughs> what are they doing with the flute? The snake charmers. What are you those? talking about the the cobras thing? I don't. Oh, yeah, different. I don't know about okay, that. Yeah, I don't know if that's right. real or if that's racist. <laughs> if that's another racist thing you're doing. Oh. I don't know. If that's another racist thing you're doing. There might be another one that I'm doing. I would. Yeah. How would I? Know? Don't put that on me. This is the thing I've heard. And I can't. Uh, on what? On TV? Another. You just on said TV? another racist thing I am doing. Yeah, two weeks ago, you were talking. To, you did something. Don't racist. bring up something from two weeks ago. Let people go <laughs> listen to it and see it for themselves. I don't know if you were saying something. I forget what you were doing two weeks ago. That I I had to put a disclaimer out that it wasn't me. Those snake views were charming symbolizes snake charming. See, <laughs> you hold see? on one second. Hold on one second. No, no, no. I'm pausing because of you. Don't ever my views only me. We're in this to win this. Okay, <laughs> okay. So it says snake charming. Um, is probably or little originated in India. Hinduism is long held serpent sacred. Uh, the Nagas relate to, I don't know what that means, in pictures, a cobra sits poised ready to protect many of the gods. So basically, traditional Indians tend to consider snake charmers holy men influenced by the gods. Hmm. Sounds like something you hmm. read on Wikipedia. Hmm. First suggestion from Google. Anyway, um, so... <laughs> that's not even the most important part of the scene so at the end the people are walking out and they're tithing with coins just to be like clear like to juxtapose the difference because like the the gemstone like worship center is already in its glory and as big as we see it today like they already have all that wealth at that point um and by the way like because of the y2k thing people are picketing outside the church all the time and that comes up later but when we see the montgomery's like they're preaching together they're obviously devout and they go to go visit the gemstone uh, 
plot or the gemstone estate because their father is buried on that plot um and may may is on one from jump first of all may 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 smacks her baby twice for no reason because he he says do you have any chance you have that because he says um he's like damn yes. i want to be rich like okay you want to put pull it up yes this and is the Montgomery's in the car this is southern religious people okay are you gonna defend that yes huh. i am gonna defend that you can contextualize it without defending it in the year 2000, that was hurt just people, like normal people. shit. Hurt people, hurt people. I don't even know if she was hurt. That's just what you did. In the South. They in South Not Carolina, good. in the country, super religious. Eli didn't hit his kids like that. He when said he did. Amy, when it was, okay. But we he said, I don't it. hit as hard as May May. He said, May May hit And he said, I only hit him half the time I want to. So not as bad. Because yeah, he rich now. With the biggest names in faith. Now back to the Skip Arnett Show. You hear the latest from the gemstones? Their church made a mint off the Y2K scare. Millions. Attendance is down for the first time in their history, and people are protesting outside their church. <laughs> they deserve every criticism. Did Uncle Eli do something wrong? Well, your uncle was raised better, but he's always been greedy when it comes to money. Y'all know that. Yes, ma'am. I want to be rich like Uncle Eli when I grow up. Don't you ever say that again. It is not something to aspire to. Aspire to be good and wise like your daddy, right, Peter? He's just a kid talking, May May. Dummy. I, I was just kidding, Mama. I love being poor. <laughs> <laughs> That's our favorite part. <laughs> he, but yeah, like she just keeps like I'm I, I know that there's context to it. Like it's not the same as someone knowing better and still not doing better, but at the end of the day, like um, she, Maybe but, looks like Jennifer Coolidge, by the way. I really am like, that's not Kirstie Alley. Yeah, no, it's not Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley's <laughs> dead. What are you talking about? Damn, <laughs> <laughs> RIP, girl. RIP. Okay, so um, now that one people could be mad at me for because it I does. She does look stuff. like Kirstie Alley, though, yeah, a little sure. bit She's, with the makeup and stuff. <laughs> But so they get, this, let me. I'm building my case against Mene. So, first of all, there's all that instead of her using her words, but she's trying to say that Eli's so bad and she's smacking her son. Then they get to, um, and we see how he is later. Like, it clearly, you know, he's not the most confident. She could have been building him up instead. And then they get to their place and she's complaining the whole time. And you can see Amy Lee's like just trying to, I don't even know if Amy Lee's trying to pass fire as much as Amy Lee's like, look, whatever the problem is, we'll fix it. The guards give you a, a hard time. That's annoying. Let me go ahead and make sure you breathe through and peter's like oh it's not that bad and she smushes his face to get him to stop so like she's on one that's that didn't happen that didn't happen i cannot believe how you white did that happen or not okay first of all eli took her daddy's and buried her daddy on his land his protected land so anytime the sister wants to see her daddy not only does she have to be reminded that my rich ass brother is letting me be broke I gotta come to his big ass compound. Let I gotta go through security. A... Put a pin in that. I gotta go through security to go see my daddy, to go visit my daddy's my, my daddy's grave. Why can't why can't be at a funeral home where we can all just go see him whenever time we want? Why you gotta be right outside your damn house? 
okay, he literally says there wasn't room for their mom. And why, if he owns this land free and clear, like you have a plot for your family. So I'm not saying that he wasn't considerate of her, but I am saying that like, that is the surest bet. Of a, I, I'm, I'm not saying he was not considerate of her, but I'm saying that was the surest bet for like, this is if, the, if you have family property land that's paid off, that's where you build a plot for your family because like it'll always be there and like and outside of generations ruining the fortune it's there and I say that because like I have a I, there's no room for me but there's a family plot for us in like this really random part of Georgia and it's like that's where it is and it's very inconvenient to go see my grandpa but like that's where it is because that's where the plot is so obviously that was agreed upon before generations before but like that concept does not blow me away as much as um that yeah, but, but I, what but, if your uncle what if your uncle buries your grandpa on his backyard and made you go through well, security if, and check because, in every time you want to come see him? There's, if, it, if it's because there's no room there and he happens to live in a gated community, it's no different than if I go to visit him, I have to do that. Like if or say if my if my grandpa was still alive, he was in a, a facility, I would still have to sign in to go see him. That's not like that. I, it, it could be easier, but it's not to me. I think it's like, here's the thing about Eli. Everything he says could be dark. Everything he, I mean, everything he says and does could be dark. Everything he says and does could be excused. It literally is like a, a litmus test of like how you want to look at it. I think he does messed up stuff. I just think he's so chill about it that it makes it hard for me to like really hold it against yeah, him. I do think you. the Y2K, I think the Y2K thing was a scam and it was messed up. And I do think that he did wrong things that we will get to. I'm simply pointing out that every time Peter tried to talk, Maymay was really critical of him. And that, and you know, that's true. So Maymay added yeah, to Peter's a his, yes man moron. Right. But, but no, you call him a moron. He's what is going Okay. That he, man, but he's, that man spent $25,000 on survival tens. But she, he's okay, a moron. I would say this. I would say this. <laughs> no, I think he's a zealot. So I would just yes, give this that's a better word. say, yeah, because when he started, he was so intense and so mean. And you're like, he's terrible. And Maymay's crying. She's like, he's not safe. We're not safe from him. Please protect us from him. I was thinking Maymay was like in an abusive relationship. It's some kind of sort where like he was terrible, this criminal, and they finally got him out of their lives. Because doesn't Maymay come running and crying, talking about he's a bad man? So to see that she was actually running him, like dogging him out, is like, oh, that just that threw it off for me. Not to mention the wrench thing. So all I'm saying is that I'm building a case against Maymay because I was totally prepared to be like, oh, he's been a bitch since the beginning. But instead, he's like. He's, he's I'm assuming she took that. We didn't see the answer, but I'm assuming she took that wrench because of what happened with Peter at the end of this episode. I'm a. I agree with you, but I say I'm saying like the thing we're missing is that Peter would be in less of this position if he had a, a partner that respected him and wasn't like in her own way emotionally abusive to him. I do believe that. Like I do believe that okay. he was hiding things from her, maybe not because of his own, like because of his own pride, because of his embarrassment, but also because of how she is. So the thing is, like he becomes a doomsday prepper, which makes all the freaking sense in the world, right? He has like a doomsday cult because he did actually like invest all his life savings and thinking he would be. A part of like saving the human the race the human race because eli was saying that god was talking to him and if you do have this brother okay you're laughing but you're laughing outside the context of religion if i if you run a church it's more like if you run a small hedge fund and you know somebody at the big wall street fund and they're like bro rates are going up rates are going up you might invest in the way that you're like he knows what he's talking about he's the one i'm with him and then you get fleeced because he was lying like i think that's a better way to explain it like it eli was respected and he had 
Did Peter get played? Did Peter have to spend that much money? Absolutely not. Should he did have you taken watch the Bernie, Did you watch the Bernie Madoff documentary? Yeah. Those people, uh, some of those people were morons. Oh, some of them people were de- no. Some of them people were like greedy and thinking that they deserve to have like the secret key to success that other people don't have, and like they just lucked out. I do think that there was some that man um, was giving them dot matrix receipts. With, oh no, there was willful ignorance. On there. there was willful <laughs> ignorance. I I think so too, but I I would say this to say that like all that said, he still wasn't like a bad guy in any sense of the word at that point in time. And Maymay was objectively, yeah. yeah Maymay was objectively, was but Maymay was objectively not being a good partner to him. So I think that that adds fuel to his choices. So anyway, um, and so they're sitting there. Okay, for another example, because you want to slow me down, they're eating, they're eating. Um, she's like, I want Fresca. <laughs> Oh, uh, Amy's like, we definitely got pop in the house. Like, we will literally go get you. She goes, no, Peter's going to run to the car. And I want you to run, Peter. Peter's going to get my fresca out the car because I don't want your your Sprite. Like, what? It's those kind of things, right? So she's just, she's lapdogging him. So, she's just um, a woman. She's just a, she's just a strong woman making her needs known. She don't want to sell no, for she's definitely right but she could have got up and got the damn sprite herself if she wanted that okay you're you're messing with me um yeah. like they would have sent somebody to go out and get Fresca is highly out. underrated by the way is it like sparkling gets... water no it's like citrus soda oh but yeah it's I not like lemon before. lime it's like citrus it's like a citrus, citrus. like citrus juicy soda nice okay cool um while they're doing that the kids are playing but one thing oh so the cousins are there so this is like way back in the day with the cousins and um this is when we had the redeemer right the monster truck is in the garage you didn't have no family member tell you chanel you can't play them video games it's the devil no well that's what may may told their kids and i've heard that before oh i've heard it i know people who couldn't read harry potter but i think that's like um I don't want to use the words you've been using for people, but I think that things have the power that you give it. I'll say that. Do I like she's a they're a zealot, like everything in them is how you get to a cult. Very small church, principles, quote unquote, to the point where you do not like you can't budge at all or live in the real world. And then like a real criticism and like a, a putting up a, a large wall between people who don't live by your values. Like that's all. This is all the like. I'm surprised maybe they don't run a damn cult. Yeah, so, but that's also like every not every, but like a lot of southern life, like country life, rural life. They all go to small church. They're very religious. They don't like the outside yeah, and, world. And they don't agree with city slickers. Exactly. So and and maybe like there's a there's a, a mini cult kind of situation to describe that. But I do think like it becomes a very dangerous echo chamber. But um, I yeah. say that to say like the the devils in the video games thing is like that's. That's like literally, it's like calling people witches because they were lesbians or fortune yes, tellers exactly. or whatever, right? That's all it is. But it's like, we should be embarrassed that that's happening in the time of t- k- color TV, right? But I, I, all I'm getting to is like, she's very strict with her kids. Um, and so they go out with, they pull the redeemer out. And this is hilarious. Them kids go grab 
all the furniture in the damn house <laughs> and take mm-hmm. that monster truck out. And Jesse has a football helmet on and he just runs over the stuff and they're just laughing and jumping. And I actually really enjoyed that. So like we saw that like they used to have a cousin relationship Um, because, you know, the whole like we ain't cousins with them. We don't want to hang out with them. They weren't like that at that time. They actually were all hanging out. And so it just gives like a nice contrast to go this deep into the season where we know the conflict of the characters and then be like, but 20 years ago, they was really rocking together. Um. And so, anyway, then they're playing. Is that Batman or, or? Well, there was one thing that happened at dinner that I forgot that you forgot. Why well, I forgot? Okay. So May May says to Eli, "What kind of idiot would buy into these survival buckets?" And yeah, they, she's talking her shit. And he, she goes, uh, "She was like that wasn't going to happen." And Eli and Amy tried to play it off like, "Well, we need to thank the Lord that it didn't happen." Mm-hmm. And and May May yeah. was like, oh oh that, oh that's what it is. We just thinking mm-hmm. the Lord that it yeah, no, she was like, looking at. She's eye. basically looking at him like y'all y'all know what y'all did. But by the way, if she's so, this is where May May is also wrong. If you're so principled, that's not how you talk to people. Like she wants him to be wrong, and that's not like a principled Christian way. If she wants to be so devout, like the the way would be to like be understanding or like at like tell him he can have forgiveness like it's not to be like ha ha you did this like she's just kind of blurring the lines a little bit well, so I think she's um, basically saying like they are yeah but to a, if you ever talk to like a super religious person the thing that they hate more than anyone is like a fake religious person like someone that right, they see I, as right fake. exactly but the way that they but they do not but I don't think they talked the same way. I think that if they, once you get into talking to someone that way and criticizing it in that specific way, I think you get into like character flaws. And that that's all I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, so do you have, do you, okay, sorry. Let me know the next scene that you want to play. No, it's, um, it's, it's when Peter comes to talk to Eli. Oh, that's like now, right? So do you want to play that? Yeah, that's coming up. Well, yeah. Well, before that, Jesse is talking uh, and Judy's making fun of Amber still, and Jesse goes, "Stop making fun of people who come from poverty." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's Which, rude. And then the cousins I, look at each other like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. So then after that, you know, Judy, uh, Peter comes in to talk to Eli because he got mm-hmm. a confession to make. Yes. <laughs> Hey, Peter. Come on in. I want to know how they found that old-ass Sprite can with the old design. That shit's fire. I'm in a bit of a pinch, Eli. Is that so? Yeah. Got a damn warehouse full of Y2K buckets and nobody wants them. Yes, the only downside to society not collapsing. <laughs> I'm in over my head, Eli. I told you not to buy more than you could afford. He also told me that the world was going to end. It ain't my fault things change. I got no control. Now Eli's dragging it. Liquidate him. Repackage him as can. He's gaslighting him. He's gaslighting the shit out of him. Camping supplies or something. Hell. 
I could count the amount of bad business investments I've made in my life would be here all day. It's the nature of the beast. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. Mm. I lost a lot. 25 grand, that's a lot of money for my family. Everything <laughs> we had in savings. Imagine some rich ass man talking about, well, you know, I lost some money before. You win some, yeah, you lose I'm, some. Yeah, no, I mean, he's been an asshole. And this would have been, he would have took the cake for villain if May May didn't do other things, I think. But um, in this case, this is where Eli's the most wrong. It's because he should have just ripped out his checkbook right here. Like, it should have been done after that. He should have just said, look, take this. Don't tell May May. I'm sorry, bro, but he, but the thing we've known about Eli though is Eli has a minute before he admits he was wrong. So that's how, so if that's how he is older and he gets over it, I can imagine at that age, he was probably still like an asshole. Damn, Peter. Why would you invest all your savings? Because I trust He's like, damn, it worked like that. I want to do what you're doing. May May is going to kill me. She's going to kill me because we're broke. She's gonna kill me because I didn't tell her. She's gonna kill you because you did it with me. I've never asked you for money. I don't know what else to do. I could lose the house. How about I buy your stock back? so greedy you thought you were helping your family I thought we were coming to the end of times do you really believe that too Eli you think I'm just out there lying to people this thing is gaslighting the shit out of him yep and by the way if I was in the NBA, I don't think if I don't have no brothers and sisters, but I doubt I'd be like, hey, dog, you just be out there broke sleeping in the church. I'm cool in my mansion. I, but you can't tell me that that we don't ha I don't have the context to say that he hasn't tried. I'll say that much. And, you know, for a fact, Mamie would never accept an estate on the property. She wouldn't accept a like he would have to be sending checks to and he should have been doing this maybe sending checks to what's to peter on the low like put this in the savings account say you found it say you got a new job like he but if you got to do all that and your sister's like y'all are both assholes you might be like well shit she want that's how she wants it like at some point at some point um she's i think she's too proud because she doesn't want his money that so anyway um well because we see that later i don't want to get too far into that but yeah i think that big mistake was him not dealing with it right then and there like I was kind of confused why he's like okay we'll talk later like no deal with this right now this man is struggling um I guess everything happens like in quick succession but it's struggling so they're struggling so um and then we like you like you said before the cousins realized like how them kids get to do whatever they want to do and the uh Montgomery's are like yeah we can't do anything in our house we can't cuss nothing and you just see the difference in how like the re actual religious people and like the the famous church people kind of how they live differently and um do, is this we go to church next yeah this is where they're protesting outside and banging on their car 
<laughs> oh yeah like they're like casually driving through um a big group of protesters who are very seriously mad about spending 50 dollars on ramen yes yes and amy lee i can't tell at this point if amy lee legitimately thought they were doing something good or she's just embarrassed that like she people think she's a scammer i mean she she says how she feels later but she keeps looking at eli like dog you are clearly yeah she wants him to say people. it first yeah, yeah she, she wants, wants him to say it. something and but you know she's doing that you know wife you know southern wife mm-hmm. you know um mm-hmm. deferring thing but like she's basically looking at him like dog come on what are you doing and then after that they cut to uh Jesse, I mean Amber's talk telling Jesse that she lost her, her ring. Mm-hmm. And Jesse's just and Jesse's and Kelvin does this story. Oh um, my God. That's that's I love this. I'm sorry. I don't know why, but not that she's doing it, but like Kel, baby Kelvin getting story time, I enjoyed. It was like I don't know if anybody watched listening and saw Ant Man, but if you remember like Ant Man where um they're giving like he's giving like this play by play, I forget the guy's name. Um, but he's basically like telling the story of what happened with Ant Man. It's basically like it's, that, they do the it in Deadpool too. It's like a like a you see like the kid is telling you the story, talking to you through the camera, basically while we see what's happening. Yeah. So yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that's when Jesse was wearing his Fubu shirt and football helmet. A Fubu. It was, it was like a Fubu. Jer- it was like those old Fubu jerseys where it just and said Fubu, Fubu was not cheap. And the number, but didn't have no name or nothing on the back. Mm-hmm, it was just mm-hmm. a Fubu fake, like no, a Fubu and jersey. Fubu was he was making a choice to be in that because I was not a Walmart at that time. Okay. And then after that is when Peter gives a sermon about material things. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't he, know. And he. Good. Go ahead. No, no. Well, he just mentions that like he clear he just clearly is like embarrassed that he can't give everything he wants to give to his kids and that kind of comes out in the sermon and he does have community because other people are like yeah so he literally talks about like something we all see here which is like he's somebody who is devout has principles but then you also look at everybody else winning and like or winning in the sense of like material things and you wonder if you were doing the wrong thing um yeah you just wonder if you were doing the wrong thing so that is um how I kind of just what I assumed about that. Then they go to dinner afterwards because everyone eats dinner after church. And this and is the real, this is the real problem. What's the problem here? He spills his heart out. He says he feels bad. Instead of listening, May May goes, You were supposed to preach about something else. You preach about wealth. He wasn't preaching about wealth. He was preaching about like the system and how he feels as a father. Like he was actually, he cried on, on the thing and he starts crying in the restaurant too. And she's like, are you crying? Not a, she's not a kind and like, that's not how you deal with your husband crying at dinner. So instead of her, like letting him have his moment or listening to him or even validating it, she dismisses it Did she, or, or like, or is there something I'm missing? Um, I mean, you're taking the context out of it. He wasn't given that. He wasn't doing that sermon out of nowhere. He was doing that sermon because he felt bad that he blew all their money. And so Yeah, but but he also just, felt bad. Mm-hmm. She's just she's she's a nagger. I guess that's the word. She's she's nagging, but like she's emotionally abusive, Sam. I don't know if naggers are villains. He did blow their money. Like that did happen without her knowing. 
but she doesn't know that yet so she's only reacting to the fact that he did a sermon and she's not all i'm saying is like i clearly just told you how he feels from listening to that sermon so she clearly is not listening is what i'm getting at and then just well, to cry and all she does right but she's not but she would know more if she listened yeah yeah well she was just probably like she said well she did she said you've been acting weird lately so clearly she noticed she was Mm -hmm. like she's been acting she's like even the kids noticed you've been acting weird what's going on i think i had a scene so we can hear it you changed up the sermon today i thought you were going to be preaching about outreach and said you were talking about well well the message seemed important. You've been acting funny lately, Peter. The boys have noticed it, haven't you, boys? Yeah, maybe a little. A bit quiet, Don't talk with your mouth full. Peter, are you crying? I made a mistake. That was not as bad as you made it seem. She wasn't chastising him for giving that speech. She was just like, I thought you were going to talk about something else. She Okay, I took it as her being critical. She wasn't... Okay, why? It's You had to read into it. It wasn't her... Be, it wasn't... The words that she said were, were whatever they were. The inflection was, you were supposed to talk about something else and you didn't. What's going on? But not like a, are you okay? What's going on? And then she goes, you've been acting different lately. She doesn't say, are you okay? She uses the son's like to be like, mm, don't you see it? Which is like nothing you should ever do with kids. To be like, don't you feel like you're da-? like now? Are you guys also concerned about your dad? But like you've been acting different lately. Um, Doesn't pick up on the signs of why. Like she might not know it's because of the money thing. But he did give a plausible explanation, which is like, I feel like I'm failing my kids. And then he starts crying and she doesn't go, are you crying? She goes, are you crying? And that's how I heard it. That's how I heard it. And that's how I saw it. That is what happened. So, yeah. So it's like, it, you know, she wasn't, it, it, it just clearly like he's about to tell her, tell her what's going on. And she should be upset, I guess, by that. Um, she definitely has a right to be upset, but but everything she did before shows that she like railroads him like she compliments him to the sons but then she also talks about him behind his back to the sons and mm-hmm. she smacks the son over and over like she's just kind of like she's doing her own gemstone type thing that we see and because the rest of her family is not as bad as her it stands out maybe that's what it is like all the gemstones have their flaws and we love them for it but she's like seems to be the flawed one and the rest of them are like actually just like hey mom can you be my mom hey wife can you be my wife and she's kind of you know so maybe i'm maybe i'm blaming her and i'm loving what judy does but it's maybe it's because like i don't like to see parents don't get me wrong like if the dad was hitting them like i would also be like abuse i I don't like that at all if the husband was talking down i don't like that at all like she um at the same time like another couple that's a good example is like jesse and amber amber be with jesse on his bullshit like she rides with him eli and, and um amy lee they might disagree but she's riding with him in public may may is like the only one who's clearly like in front of the kids in front of other people like not on the same page but the other two are very submissive to their men so they even had a scene in the first season if you remember when they were all at dinner and they were talking to bj and bj was talking and amber goes well our family you know bj says like y'all are very regressive in how you treat the women in your family and then amber starts to say something and she goes can i can i speak honey and jesse goes go ahead and then she goes to turn off and then like tells him back i'm sorry and they're, they're Amy Lee, very submissive to Eli. Amber is very submissive to Jesse. We can see kind of why that is to an extent because she grew up super poor. 
and she got this guy who's rich and take care of her from what we know, what we know of. So they're very submissive, and she's not submissive to Peter. He's the he's kind of the the they kind of reverse the typical roles of like a southern yeah. couple. I see that. I just think that um. So I do give you that Amber is submissive to Jesse, and but I don't think Emily is as submissive as she is calm and quiet because like she checks Jesse when she. I mean she checks Eli when she needs to. Like we haven't. Um, she tells him at the th- at the monster truck thing. She's like, "This is too far." Like, she speaks. She does speak her mind in private. I think, um, I mean a month, but she speaks her mind. Like I think that um, maybe in private, but like I guess she still is with him on these bullshit some of the times. And I guess what I'm trying to say, even with Amber, is Amber's still on the same page as Jesse. Like outside of the stuff with the like the Zion or whatever, they were kind of. So I guess it's just like we never saw them. It it really is how she set him up to be a bad guy, and then me seeing her like this that just threw me. Um, because I, mean, I really we did thought see Amber was... shoot Jesse in the ass. That's what I'm saying. Like, and she was, and at that point in time, she was justified. Like, I definitely feel like if Amber really wanted to do it, she would. And that's why you see her leading the women's ministry at this point, like doing her own thing. So, am I saying that they're? I think Jesse's an asshole. Jesse's kind of one of the worst people, but um he doesn't and he cheated on her like he's not a good husband so i won't even use him as an example i only am saying that like it's kind of like because it went bad like if amy lee hadn't died and like she had divorced eli because he was so terrible i definitely would contextualize it differently if like jesse and amber didn't always work it out i contextualize it differently so i guess it's because like i've seen how bad the relationship went i'm like ooh, like i really expected it to be um more similar in leading up to it and i can see how with her disrespecting him the way she does and him being submissive and not speaking up for himself the way that he does we go to that um yeah, but also maybe need to keep her hands yeah but she turned to a bank robber that's not the same thing i think um, i mean it's not terribly different it is he a different energy from... no because sc- school shooters don't shoot civil i mean Bank robbers don't go, they're not trying to kill civilians. Like they just want the money and they're out. They have a purpose. They're soft, they're committing a purpose. A purpose. That was his crime. gateway crime. That was his gateway crime. Oh, gateway. Now look sure, at sure. But school, but school shooters is a I can't believe like school shooters to. don't usually start by just shooting a school. You always hear the story. Oh, they were torturing animals, or they were doing this and they're doing yeah, that. and he wasn't doing none of that. This is you're, you're he went to rob a bank. <laughs> that's not but that's so his gateway crime was his first crime it all started with one versus like if he now don't now if he was abusing my man slapping her or whatever then it would build up but no i'm was, saying anyway, look, robbing the bank no i'm saying robbing the bank is the gateway to what he's doing now in the oh, present absolutely, time but I, absolutely but i also think that like going to jail which we keep spoiling going to jail is like why he comes back and doesn't take me shit no more like let's be clear yeah. about that it's like that there's that right so um anyway so we see that i just think that way about the din- dynamic so we see that um he tells me about the stuff for some reason eli haven't given him a check yet ain't put in the mail nothing sent it by carrier had martin drop it off he's wrong for that ups existed back then but um this is 2000 year 2000 but what um she hit a fax that like anything could have happened she storms over there she's upset at eli for what he did amy lee tries to come in and pacify which she always does eli's kind of like still being an asshole about it but eli clear the way i took away from this scene is eli clearly is willing to give him the money and he's like look we're oh, gonna clear it eli up. laughed at them do you not remember that he laughed at them i got that scene let's just do that you tricked him 
You've been pulling this stuff since we was kids. No, he didn't, he didn't trick me none, man. You're a fool, I... Peter. Eli did this on purpose to punish me for what? What did I ever do to you, Eli? You need to calm down, Mei Mei. You know she doing too much with that. You all. I'm he, the one hold on. Get he didn't with... sell. He didn't sell them buckets to punish her. Like that's where she's like missing that she's not like the center. No, of the he universe. said he took my husband's money to punish me. Because remember, right, but I don't earliest... think that. I don't think that either. It's not like he came to the house and ordered them. I don't well, think. Well, in the he, earlier like, scene, Eli told him. I told you only to buy what you can afford. So he knew that he was selling them to him. Right. But he was also like, look, if my, all I'm saying is he was not doing, that does not to me mean like I'm trying to get, get at him and get at my sister. I don't think so that was, if I'm if just I was saying scamming, she making it about her. If I was scamming and I knew I was scamming and then I scared my sister and brother-in-law directly, like, Hey, I got this pyramid scheme, dog. You and you do this show. And I get in a pyramid scheme, and I try to pitch you on a pyramid scheme. Not yeah, like and if some you suckers say, out there, but, you. But if you say, look, but I think that, what's the better way to say it? Because a pyramid scheme is like, I don't have the goods out front. He was buying goods he just didn't need. He thought, I think he was like agnostic of, you can just spend the money. I don't care, like whatever if you want to. I don't think though that he was like, Eli, I'm coming to pick up 20. Eli was like, okay, I have him on the porch. So all I'm saying is like, did Eli, was Eli careless and heartless? Yes. But was it about Maymay? I don't think so. That's all I'm saying. Like yeah. Maymay makes it about her when it's about her husband, how he feels right now and how bad he feels in like the house and all that. So listen to what Eli says. This is what he says to her next. Calm down, May May. I'm trying to help you all. I'm the one that's going to get stuck with all the overstock. Over. <laughs> Come on. What are you talking about? He's, he's, wrong. he's wrong for that. He's wrong for that. She just lost her entire life savings because her husband trusted him in a scam that he knew was a scam. She knows it's a scam. She knew from the beginning in the car that it was a scam. Then she says to their face, I know it's a scam. Before she finds out that her husband fell for the damn scam, that he knew was a scam. And she and he knows that she knows that. And he has the gall to be like, Yeah, but what about them buckets I got in my warehouse though? I'm the one that's stuck with that. I'm I'm the victim. Oh yeah, he's still gaslighting. <laughs> oh, what's up? You think your damn Sears Roebuck? Talking my husband into investing what little we have into nonsense. Complete nonsense. That was the boys' college money. Them boys weren't going to college. I'm sorry to say that. I don't want to be that person, but they weren't they weren't going to college. Maybe, you know, maybe something else. Seminary. Seminary. Seminary school, something they weren't going to college. Buy it back. ATT tech, something. We're not gonna lose anything, maybe. Eli's gonna help. No. And he he still thinks Eli's trying to help this man. But it but it doesn't matter because if, if Eli gives him a $25,000 check, right, that's helping. It's He's he's helping yeah. fix a problem he created. He's putting, you know, whole uh, dirt back in a hole that he dug, right? Yes. But it but so I'm not I'm not at all saying like, oh, Eli, Eli's a hero. But what she's about to say now is why I think she's the villain. Okay, let's see what she says. No, no, we're not taking a penny from you and your damn wife. That money is evil. It rotted your family. I will not have it rot in mine. We have to. If we don't, I can lose the house. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let us help, May May. 
We're family. Don't you dare. Don't you dare make me think you're doing us any favors. Stand there in your pretty dresses, singing your little songs, pretending you don't know what's going on. But I see right through you. You enable his behavior. You promote it. You and your whole damn family. You got the devil in you. You're about to see him if you don't get the hell out. What? Everything she said was right. He, he, she does enable his no. behavior. She does go that, along with She can be that, correct if she wants to. No, listen to me. Listen to me. She can be as right as she wants to about his character. But she not going to take the money back? Who is she hurting? No, they she took not hurting the money. his feelings? I took that as they took the money. No, she said, I don't want your money, your blood, that, that devil yes, money. Yes, but that was she, before that was before Peter said, hey, we have to take the money or we're going to lose the house. And her expression no, changed. No, I don't think she ever took the money. I, I definitely don't think, I still don't think she took the money based on what he does next. I think that if she took the money, he wouldn't feel the need to go do what he does. So I think, yeah, I think that I think. Well, technically, they get no money. They bought the stocks back. Right. But even if they did, like, even if they got the 25K, they could just put it back in their savings. They could pay the bills. Like, I think I because and how we know she didn't do that is because she how we know she didn't go get it later. because she's living in a damn church. The house is gone. Like, she's not anyway. OK, so. She storms well, off. Well, it's possible after- she could have lost the house because her husband went to jail and they didn't have that income anymore. What income? She's still at the church. She's okay, not hold the preacher. On. Let's he to, is. Let's get to that in a second. Let's get to that in a second. Let's get to that. So she doesn't take the money, which whatever she said was crazy. She should have stood there, let them write that check, and then talked her shit. And that's where I think maybe the villain is like, I, th- I think she's a villain in how she like was acting to her family um, versus how we see her later on meek and humble and like, oh, you owe me. I don't I don't see where she, he owes her for for her getting caught up in the scam but i don't believe that he owes her like this lifestyle that she clearly didn't want she clearly doesn't want to live on the state she clearly doesn't want to be a part of their church family she clearly doesn't want to like support it in the like she doesn't want that um because she thinks it's evil but that doesn't but that doesn't mean that she's not doesn't have the devil in her like so but i to took go it and- as something must have happened she's talking to eli like something happened she's like you always do this to me like in this whole she's living this way so I took this entire this entire season as Eli did something. Eli and Amy Lee did something that frayed that relationship. That it went from being a sister brother relationship to what it was. Well, something that's season happened, two, right? That's what Baby Billy felt like. Him. But I mean, Baby Billy's whole thing was me and my sister had something going, and, and who and who? Right, but that's not the same thing. Okay, so Baby Billy came and got and got. And asked what he wanted, and he set him up. Now, mm-hmm. older Eli did not like get let him blackmail him, but I don't right. think that like if May May wanted because you see where baby Billy is, right? So I guess all I'm saying is like there's no evidence, there's no clear evidence to me that if May May wasn't calling them the devil, that she wouldn't have been able to get a slice of the pie. So I don't think she wants one. So maybe she has a vendetta against him, maybe he's wrong. But what I'm saying is like you cannot like it's it's how people tell like black women oh your your standards don't keep you warm at night it's the same argument it's like you can either be principled or you can be in a, <laughs> in a relationship sometimes like you know it's like it's those things so yeah. that's all i'm trying to p- call out is like her lack of awareness of like if you don't want his money cool but don't blame him then for your lifestyle unless he did do something like you said which then okay call that out which is different than saying 
the money you have has rotted you because it makes it seem what I took from it because you could be right what I took from it is like she just sees that lifestyle as like too much the devil creeps in when you have too much money which I think we all have seen examples of whatever you might think the devil is and people with money and how it opens up a gateway to all this other stuff so she's not she's not incorrect in anything she's saying like I do think he's she's enabling his behavior I do think all of that but what I'm saying is take the fucking money and then so you're saying your she's piece. Walter White and what how he should how he should have took the money from his old partners that from Hank oh no Hank. remember oh exactly I yes. do agree with that because it's like again the money that's not their money that's currency printed by the fucking Federal Reserve that money has those stereo numbers do not belong to those people. You're you're giving it power by saying that's so you your have money. No, you have no morals about how you get money. No, I don't want no money to that's going to have the Fed tracking me. Let's be clear. But don't you don't care how the money's been... made if someone gives it to you legally. You don't care. Sex trafficking, pimping. No, okay. Anything. Why do you keep doing this to me? Why do you keep, what do you mean? What, do you to want her, another partner on this podcast? To her, to her, that's what this is. You got you you keep telling me to look at it from how they are religious zealots. Mm-hmm. To her, this man went from a normal religious family to being greedy. An abusive and, an abusive religious family because it said dad used to hit them all the time. Yeah, but I mean, but back then that's just what it was. To a greedy that. mm-hmm. because that's what it was. Like, but it's still it abusive. Like it, was it was what it was, but it is abusive. Yes, Not but every that family doesn't was mean getting you... slapped around. Not everyone. Some in families the South, were not. I would say more. Some families were non-abusive. There was one at least. I'm going to say there yes, was. Yes, there was. No, there was. There was one. But I'm saying to her, you became this televangelist, fake mm-hmm. preacher, all mm-hmm. about money. You got this big mm-hmm. arena as a church. You spoil your kids. Mm-hmm. You let them talk and act yeah, all types of way. So to her, it's the same as if someone was getting money through pimping or sex trafficking. It's it's just the right. worst type and of money. I think that's I think that's giving I think that's what's not zeal, that's like um radicalization that's radicalizing the situation I think that I guess because I think a more accurate example is like would I be okay with somebody like selling flat tummy tea right and like something that I know is not good for people right or the co- the covis Florida water that uh, baby Billy was selling and what I'm saying is if you owe me money give me my money now do I want a pimp's money no but I don't know why a pimp would owe, owe me money <laughs> so it's yeah, like specifically that's such an ancillary thing to you right like flat tummy tea is just like this ambivalent thing like you you probably care about like little girls seeing it and don't want to believe that mm-hmm. that can help you but it's like it's like this ambivalent thing it's not like the core of your being. It's not like so I guess everything. The, be- the better way to say this I'm is: made up of Would that. I take money from an from a man who's a bad, who like is an asshole and a womanizer and doesn't treat me right? Yes, that's what okay, I think. So is you like, would. That's what I mean. Yes. Now, okay. if I knew he was a part a sex trafficker, um, I probably would just want to report him instead of that because because <laughs> again, that's money that's going to come back. Like that's money that could reflect back on me. I don't want no cash. It's you know, been in panties. You know what I'm saying? But actually, no, I would take a stripper's money if she wanted to give it to me. I but my point I'm trying to money. <laughs> if she if she offered it. But my point, I guess, that we got to it, which is like I I do not let principle stop me from paying a bill that somebody else Things created. That for you me. need. Yes. Yeah. If I need to. O- outside of re- like within reason. I agree with um, you. But that doesn't yeah. make her the villain. 
That just makes I her stupid. Think, I think that, okay, but I, exactly, but I think that the other ways that she did was like, she's the villain in this situation. Okay, so Eli's like the, Eli is the, it kicked this off with his bad choices, but I think all of her choices lead to the situation as it is today, and that's why I call her the villain. And I think that her lack, I think that at no point does she take accountability for like, maybe my big reactions, me trying to control everybody in my family, me being more like not listening to my husband when he wants to explore new things or think about new concepts or my kids and how they feel. Like, she has no accountability ever. And even her, I guess I'm like, maybe I'm missing the big reveal because in my mind, like, if I get rich, right my sister's never gonna be in, in poverty unless that bitch keeps telling me she don't want my money then she not get then okay i might but you're, but you're going you. from that perspective as you are a good person if you were a bad person and you didn't give a fuck about your sister you would do but that but that's the thing i don't think eli doesn't give a fuck about like her. if you were rich and you had kids you wouldn't have your kids be needed for anything but we just saw the stories with brian mcknight and how he treated his kids some people are just bad people Right, but that's not right. But why do you think we're you only know that think that's Eli because of what she's saying? Well, I know, well, but by Eli's actions, he's a televangelist, he's greedy, he's getting he's taking money. All his congregation believes in him, even at the end of this episode, he's giving that speech to the congregation, and they're just like, Yeah, but this is bullshit. And who comes in to save him? Amy Lee. Because what did baby Billy say? Right, Amy Lee's the real star of this whole thing. You weren't the star. She's the star. So he built this entire, he built this entire empire off of the backs mm-hmm. of other people. And throughout this time, we've seen him be take Amy Lee from baby Billy. We don't know what happened for sure, but May May seems to act like volition. he did something. Yeah. May May seems to act like Eli did something. Eli's been kind of this mischievous person this entire time. He just I says guess- it with a nice Southern accent and he sounds calm. I'm going to say this, though. <laughs> May May also gets in her own way with the way yeah. that she chooses to do things. So that is why it's like the answer is in front of you. You don't want to do it. but you, So then you cannot, like, why would you go after Amy Lee? For whatever it, whatever happens here, Amy Lee's not the one you should go after with a wrench. So it's stuff like that. It's stuff like her being too proud to say, can I stay with you so she can live in the leaky hole church? It's like, girl, you're choosing your suffering. That's all I'm saying. So um, villain might be like maybe the wrong word. I just think that like she is the agitator, the, the, agi- the active agitator here. And I think that if she had been more supportive of her husband or maybe like, uh, you know, been more understanding of her kids and what they want, and not been so like con- again controlling of how her family unit was. Then he would have said it, and she was like, "Okay, we'll figure this out." But she's not really a like, "Honey, we'll figure this out together" type of type of no, chick. Not at all. And, and Eli is not that bad to Amy Lee in that respect. Is all like so you're so I know what you're saying, but right, and that's why Eli. But they also not broke. And he Eli also knows she's the star. I think I think the overarching story of this TV show is. Eli in his old age in the present time is trying to make up for all the fuck shit up, he did right, his whole exactly, life. Yeah. Right. I so think Eli in present time is a better person. But I, I think agree, he's, and he's doing that because he's been horrible his his I, whole life. That could be fair, but I think that May May in present time has not grown. She she chops Judy in the neck for talking. Right. She's still hitting people. Secondly, um, May May uh May May 
and how she acted about her husband to me is where she lost her credibility because once I re- like she has no accountability for anything and puts it on Eli and Eli's like okay I'll take it I mean, but she won't but she won't say you know what and I was being a, a plum fool I should have took that 25000 and did some good with it like that's all that's where I need her to be like mm, maybe if I had been more understanding my husband wouldn't have felt the need to do like she made it seem like he just went and now, did this in a vacuum you are all people are telling me this you would be like that if your husband or your ex-husband took all your life savings, threw I it away have, on a on a scam, then I have, then tried to go rob a bank, got shot, looked like the Joker afterwards, goes to jail, comes back from jail, starts a cult, indoctrinates your children into that cult, and moves them out, and then starts to plan terrorist attacks on the government. And you're gonna be like, well, you know. Maybe if I wouldn't I would have said some like, mean things to them 10 years ago, it wouldn't be no, like this. I would be like, he is a monster. I cannot believe this. Did I not see it? Or was I too busy streaming and yelling at him to see who he really was? I would build some level of accountability into looking back on it. Because I've done that in the past. Like there was a, When I was younger, I don't think I really listened to the person I used to date. I don't think I did that. And I can tell you all the things he did wrong to me. And I can also say, like, yeah, I probably didn't listen a lot. And like that's a part of the problem. That's it. Like, it. I still blame him for the fuck shit he did, but I can still be like, yeah, like I know there was a time when like okay. he tried to say this and I didn't really want to hear. That's all. I'm. That's like the she made me think Steve Zahn's character is like, th- like he's the Raven. Have you have you watched Barry? No. Okay, that needs to be on your list. Um, Barry, like, that's on HBO, right? Yes, you. When I you're going to love Barry. I don't know why I didn't. Anyway, we have a list, guys, going of shows that we need to all catch up on. Um, we it's done. Like this, the series has wrapped. But um, yeah, you need to watch that. And it's only I think it's thirty minutes. So you got so. more sympathy for Peter than you do May May, because I don't at all. <laughs> no, at all. I have more. I have more context for Peter that makes me understand his trajectory a lot more. And I have yes, less I context for Maymay. And um, and I also, yeah, I have less context for Maymay. And I think it's her fault because she had the chance to give me her context in the earlier episodes. And she was more focused on making Eli pay when, by the way, her taking the rich to Amy Lee, there's no excuse for that across the board. Well, we don't there's know what no happened. For that. Okay, so let's see. We'll see. We don't we'll know see what if happened. anything worth taking a wrench to the lady, trying to kill her in broad daylight. In broad nightlight, <laughs> I mean, she's a so, bit extreme, but we don't know what happened. Okay, so you want to defend her? I want to defend Judy. Let's we just picked our sides, but so <laughs> so anyway, with all that, like, I guess she. I don't think that they took the money because I think that like he's still pressed because he doesn't know what to do. Um, Eli and uh, Amy Lee have a conversation. And yep. she gets him to admit that it was some bullshit, but like they kind of they both got caught up in it in the moment. They were both kind of just trying to like, and like then they, they were like at Judy saying she got mental illness. But they okay, but they la- that was okay. Let's what let's what are you gonna say? Let's yeah, here. come on. They <laughs> love her, and uh-huh. I don't know if you like. Yes, I agree. That's what I would say. I'm saying that's not what Chanel would say. Oh no! I felt like she Judy is Judy is off her rocker. Like no, I'm I saying that, I get what they were saying. They're just being parents of that time. They're right. making a joke. Oh, she needs to be in a mental hospital. Or whatever. That's what somebody would say in 2000. I've 
I don't know that that's where I draw a line because I think that um, there's been situations in my family for whatever reason where it's been like a joke like oh yeah they need help but it's like we love them and that's what it is they're like yeah, oh they do was. this and they like that's all that was yeah that's how I took that completely like that yeah, I felt bad for Judy that Judy didn't have that context and Judy took it like oh there's something wrong with me but it's also like to me um like it's the least ablest way to say it. they're like yeah there's something wrong with her oh well boom like or there's something different about her or there's something hard to that we find difficult to manage as parents still love her down like that's all it was and i think it's a progressive thing in a way to be like uh this person has this issue we acknowledge it still love them they're still welcome in the house they're still our child um but judy hears it and it feels bad but i think that that was judy's first time looking in the mirror and be like wait my behavior is really like impacting other people and then so her and Jesse, her and yeah, her and Jesse have this moment where Jesse comes in. That was good. Go ahead, let's go for it. Yeah, I love that it. That was good. Saying that, I'm just fucking laying here. Well, face me. I'm trying to have a fucking hardcore come to Jesus talk with you right now, and you're being very rude with your body positioning to me. <laughs> Why are you crying? Are mom and daddy putting you up for adoption? Can you just leave me alone? I just realized after she got her hair cut, she has the same hairstyle as she does now. In the you just caught time. that? That made, this has is a the formative same moment. Hairstyle. Jesse has the same hairstyle. As formative she does moment. Now. What is Kelvin? We got to go back and look at baby Kelvin. Well, no, Jesse and then said something about Kelvin. Did you steal Amber's ring? She left it. Finders keepers. Well, her grandma, who is a dead person now, Gave it to her, so you're not finders keeping it. It's trash anyway. Not worth nothing. How do you know that? I know because I took it to the pawn shop, and Marzai Larry said it ain't shit. What's wrong with her? That's what I'm like, that's who I... <laughs> These These kid actors are fantastic with their inflection. I don't know yeah. how they did this. But by the way, um, we didn't mention in the Kelvin sequence when he talked about her, Judy's been like heavily, heavily uh, shoplifting. Like, very much a cry for help. Like, Judy's definitely going through something. Yeah, guess what? Her parents is not even paying attention. What is wrong with you? I don't know, Jesse. Wish I did. I've just been getting so bored here. You're gone. I'm stuck with baby Dick Kelvin all the time. Did you have, did you have um, posters up in your room when you were a kid? Yes. Not of Ryan Phillippe and Russell Crowe. Crow. <laughs> Ryan Phillippe. <laughs> Ryan Phillippe is hot. Yeah, no, Russell Crowe is a real. That's a real. But that make. But this tracks for her character. Um, wait. She also says they call Kelvin Baby Dick. That's a seven-year-old child. <laughs> they are so annoying. Time and I just, I get really excited sometimes. I, I want to do things my own way. And, and when she got a Backstreet Boys poster too. It feels like. My own way ain't right. working, or I'm starting to look bad. Something goes off in me. It, it just feels warm. My ears get hot. I figure, fuck it. They want it. Let's give them some. Word. Also, Jesse has a jean jacket top and bottom, like a Pele Pele or iceberg jean jacket. That nigga suit was flawed. With a gold I'm telling chain. you right now. 
I need them to make Jesse start dressing, put a little bit, like put the Gucci belt on, put maybe a little bit more flash. And he dressed like a, like a retired cowboy race car driver. Now I need him to just be a little bit, go back to your roots, sure, Jesse. Sure. My motor runs hot too. It's that gemstone temper we both got. We get it from daddy. Calvin is more like mama that way. He handles things more like a girl does. Just sensitively stuff. That's Calvin. But you, you're more like me. You handle things like most men do. Just, you know, can mash everything. I think it's actually kind of cool. You don't think that makes it so people don't like me? Weeks and wieners don't like you, Judy. But Can we name this yeah. episode Weeks and Wieners? Yeah, that's fine. I was thinking that, or <laughs> what did he call her? Say Say Baby? Oh, uh, Say Say My Baby. <laughs> Weeks and wieners. The dreamboat who cut my hair, Trent. I liked him a lot and he didn't like me back. Made me feel so embarrassed. Made me feel dumb for even trying. Like, who is gonna like me? Someone will. All right, God will make sure. Just like he did for mom and daddy. And me and Amber. No, Jesse, you and Amber are not the same thing as mom and daddy. One true loves, bitch. Oh, quit making me hurl, boy. Look <laughs> <laughs> at that touching Talk moment. to each other. What? Yeah, but like, it is so organic to them because whatever he, I don't know why, him, him calling her a bitch makes me laugh. So, like, Jesse just, because it doesn't. I know he's a misogynist and a jerk, but it also is just, it rolls off his tongue. I don't, like, yeah. it's just so passively just a part of how he talks. Um, like, earlier when he cussed, they were like, <gasps> he was like, let me throw some more at you. And he just cusses, like, he just loves talking like that. It's like um, if you ever meet somebody from New Orleans and they say baby. Mm -hmm. Like, the men aren't, like, when the men say that, it's not, like, the same as, like, some creepy dude in New York calling mm -hmm, me baby. Yeah, it's just, yeah. like, how they talk. It just flows out. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, it is condescending. It is problematic, but it's, like, again, I think we just have to give these people a pass or else we would just be, like, turning the show off. So we have to find a way to enjoy it. Um, oh, I enjoy also, that. I don't have no problem with it. Yeah. That's their um, character. Exactly. So at the... I, I do you want to go to what Jesse does as a result of this? Oh yeah, well hold on. We got the speech with Eli. That was that was a big part to me because this shows that he's not the star. Amy Lee's the star, and she's complicit in his lying because they about they about to call him on his her, his bullshit, and she flies in like Superman. <laughs> Jim Stone? I never, never swindled nobody. <laughs> hey, if you all want to have a discussion, I'm all in. If you're going to cast a So they got a sign that says, all about the Benjamins. <laughs> <laughs> they got another sign that says, tax whore. Do you see the one that says, shame E. Lee? Like, yeah, shame E. Uh, Lee. It said, you, you promised us a global catastrophe. <laughs> it's another sign. <laughs> Somebody was just on the side of the set making these signs. Which is hilarious. Persians, I'll just go back and I eat ramen because of you is another sign. <laughs> See, they was in a bag. They was just like, just like how they made the stuff that was in the survival pack. This is when they have fun, I think. 
through God's grace, we are not living in the dystopian world that Y2K threatened us with. Prayers and the Lord our Savior have kept us safe once again. My predictions were wrong. I was wrong. The Lord sees all, and we will answer to all of our sins. That's just the way it goes. You, Trent? Uh, yeah. So this is Jesse coming up to Trent to do to cut Judy's hair, and he backslaps him with a fucking symbol in the middle of bed. No, no, you no. Hold on, I need, we need to talk about that separate. Can you finish it? Because I okay. need to talk about how much I love that scene. Who are you, Dark Man? <laughs> you were wrong but i'll do it because the lord knows so what's the point in hiding you think i'm more afraid of you than i am of him the world didn't end if this church raised money when people thought the world was going to end it's because they wanted god well i'm standing here giving him to you that's bullshit how are we supposed to believe you? We will not lose sight of our mission. And our mission is to serve you in a way that is befitting of the Lord. Put down your signs and come back and worship with us. We are not your enemy. We love you. And we want to help you see the light in our Savior. See the star. And they come back and worship because, of course, Creflo Dollar still got people down there. Yeah, like, I mean, you're not wrong. It's just, um, and I don't think they're wrong about the character aspersions. Um, and I think that she does, uh, you know, uh, enable him. But again, it's like, it's like nothing Mei's way is just is just so ineffective. Um, but so going back to the scene that we heard <laughs> that we heard intersliced in there. Um, so Jesse was obviously like, come on, Judy, why would you do all that? Like, come on, that's too much. But he has that talk with her and realizes that, you know, that is still his sister. So this nigga has on his Fubu outfit. He puts on a white ski mask, like a full shisty. And then t- what was the hat? It was like a it was a Reverend Run hat. Yeah, he puts a Rev Run hat on o- over the mat. That's what I said. This nigga is about to do- <laughs> like, what is he about? He's on when he's ready. This is why, right? Like you said, he hits him. He goes and finds Trent. He hits him with the symbol. Okay. He does he punch him after that? He does well, something to spin him, him around. The, yeah, he punches oh, him. He tries. Trent tries to punch him, and then mm-hmm. he punches him. He yeah he he. Pitch him against the, the stage. He pulls out some clippers and shaves half of Trent's head in front of the band. I don't know where the teacher is. I don't know where the band conductor is. Nobody's there. Stop him. He then pulls down his pants and smacks him on the ass and then runs out the side of the room, hops a fence, and clicks his heels going over. How can you not stand? 
what part of that can you not stand? He and that's why Judy is is like justified because if I can love him doing that, I gotta love Judy doing. I have to at least like Judy doing it in the beginning. Well, I defend this. He was getting he was getting revenge for his sister. So, so why can't she get her revenge? This. She caused it. She was the one who started it. You can't get revenge for what you started. That's interesting. That's why. Okay, that's your logic. I see. He's defending his sister. I get that. I can respect that. If somebody fucked with Jesse and then Judy ran up on him and fucked him up like some girl hurt Jesse and she did that, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm with Judy. All right. Well, I mean, I see both sides. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, I feel like, oh, okay. So that's kind of all the fun stuff. Um, so then we see poor, poor thing. Um, Peter. We see Peter in a cafe. He grabs something. You're like, what is that? It's a stocking cap. And across the street is the first. That's whatever. not even a stocking cap. It's pantyhose. It's pantyhose. <laughs> he, you're right. He um, goes across to the first credit union, and we see, oh, this nigga is robbing a bank. And now it all comes back to me that like that's what he was in jail for robbing a bank. This is how we got here. So we didn't. I mean, we just didn't get here because he was like an outlaw. We got here because he was like desperate for the money, and that's why going back, I assume that um the transaction didn't happen with Eli. And we go in, and he immediately get. He didn't do no recon. Okay, he did not have a team. He didn't have nobody in a band with a computer. He just walked in there, and got his ass popped. He runs he out shot almost immediately after he walks yep, in. Immediately. He runs out. He gets shot, 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 shot. He gets shot in the side of his face. Like you said, creating the Joker scar. Um, we see that, but then he shoots back and he shoots somehow. He ends up hitting that guard like headshot, kill shot. It's done. I'm like, oh, okay. Felony 20 years. Got it. Like everything's explained now. Like that one, act, I mean, crazy action wrong action but this one action he did changed the whole trajectory of everything for everyone um he lays on the on the ground and he can't get away because they shot him in the legs so he can't go nowhere and recap and see what happens and you know recuperate so this is how we get to like this zealot doomsday cult you know abusive man who goes to jail for a long time doesn't cut his hair no more doesn't cry no more and uh, radicalizes his sons Yep, and that was the end. What are you looking forward to next week? Um. Well, we're going back to present time, and um, I am not looking forward to BJ and uh, Judy dealing with the revelations in episode four. So I'm sad about that. Um, but Jesse gets his hands on BJ in some kind of way and tries to like indoctrinate him. And that seems like an interesting turn for the season and for that character that I didn't anticipate. And I enjoy that, like, a comedy is making me think about, like, new ways for character. Like, I just hadn't thought about BJ and Jesse ever teaming up. Um, and just knowing that that could be, like, a whole different scenario by season four of who BJ is, or it could not be. But that kind of um, makes me, like, excited. Uh, we see that Kelvin and uh, Keith are going to be separated, and we're going to see if Kelvin... Um, turns on Western Taryn again and yeah oh and then um we need to I guess I'm not excited but I'm anxious to figure out what's going on with the fertilizer and the homemade bombs like if the brother like where the the cousins are really gonna lie on everything um what what about you what do you think about next episode 
I want to see. I mostly want to see what happens with Judy and BJ. Because I know BJ's going to be acting an ass. Uh, and I'm going to love it. So I'm mostly excited for that. More than anything. Because <laughs> I just... Yeah. I just want to know what he's going to do. I can't imagine it, how BJ's going to react. It's also interesting because, like, you know, we see this happening with Judy where she wants to be loved and then she finds this man who, like, really does love her ass for, like, all of who she is and she messes it up. And it's just, like, it. it is also, you know, going back to these parallels between them as characters, it's like, um, Jesse did that season one. And, like, I, I do think in a weird way it's refreshing that uh, she is messed up in this way if that makes sense like we just don't really get the opportunity usually to see somebody um like see a woman mess up in this very full way where you're like just take her back or you know i, I guess wait let me ask you that is that isa oh fair you know you're right you're right um but do you think do you want bj to take her back or do you feel like uh he should move on and respect himself yeah because i don't think it was that bad and i'm also it really wasn't i i'm more of a proponent on like I can get over a sexual act, especially in the moment. I what I can't get over is like relationships and connections mm-hmm. and things like that. So like mm-hmm. I can I can see how someone in the moment can make a bad decision, mm-hmm. but clearly Judy doesn't want to be with this other person. Like there's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean you can't. Yep, exactly. You can't get past that. Um, yeah, I mean I don't want BJ to keep getting played though because last season she pushed him away. I think Judy needs to get her act together. But shit, if Amber could shoot Jesse in the ass, like you said, and come back. Then we can all kind of fix things, can't we? Yes. There's one thing I want to say before we go. By the time this comes out, if you made it all the way to the end, um, it's going to be Wednesday, and that's the deadline for the SAG AFRA strike uh, to negotiations with the um, negotiations with the studios from the actors. So that's the Screen Actors Guild and the American Federation of Television and Radio Artists. So basically, they might be going on strike too with the writers. Personally, mm-hmm. I hate strikes. Not because I don't understand the value of strikes because they're very Oh, he's a strike breaker, y'all. You got a scab. No, I'm not a scab. I don't like strikes <laughs> because I don't like that corporations get it to that point when they could easily mm-hmm. have like avoided that. It, you know, oh, right. there are yeah, times absolutely. in this world where unions have ridiculous ask. We see it all the time with police unions. So, like, and they're not the only union. It does happen sometimes where, like, unions do try to take advantage of situations. But this ain't one of them. Like, this ain't it. These are greedy-ass studios who don't want to give up any money. And so now we may not have anything for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because And, you know, last time this happened, that. reality TV exploded. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of movies are getting pushed back. A lot of TV shows aren't going to be able to film. There's some shows that's already started early. Like, we talked about earlier in this episode, Silo. They got renewed early, so they started filming season two like two weeks in, like mm-hmm. months back, months back. So like, there's some, so we might get a few things, but like if they don't come to an agreement, we might not get anything. And I just want people to know that it's not the actor's fault. So I'm sure people listening to here probably realize that it's not the actor's fault. It's not the writer's fault. And if the actors don't strike, if they get their deal, I mean, I can't begrudge them because as a union leader, you got to do what's best for your union. But mm-hmm. them striking can make a really big difference for the writers, uh, because if they if they strike, then the studios are more likely to try to bring the writers back because they can't AI they can't AI a show with no actors, right? Absolutely, so, like, yeah. 
They might yeah, they, I mean, they can't they can't AI writers either, but they think they can. But they right. definitely can't AI actors. Yeah, no, I think that like it's it goes without saying that um we wouldn't have half of the things that make us happy as people if TV and film wasn't what it was today. And um, I'm also really interested in understanding like the finances of the entertainment industry because it's like there's billions of dollars being passed, but there's cents going into residual checks. And to be fair, when you look at credits, there's a lot of people in credits. There's a lot of people who work on shows, um, but you just have to wonder like shit, like the problem is that you have to dismantle that system of executives being millionaires and PAs being, uh, you know, seasonal labor. Like you just kind of have to like invert that triangle. And I don't know, a lot has to happen usually in my, in my estimation for things to change to that extent. But I think this is where we are. Um, it it is doesn't even be- have to change that much though. They just have to be less millionaires. They can still be millionaires. Like I can, that's the thing is to greed, right? So like I, there is some value in like being able to, pick and choose the right things that reach people. And like, like mm-hmm. I get the understanding of like executives having to do that. And that's a hard thing to do. And that's a specific skill, but like mm-hmm. these studios have plenty of money that they can give to the writers and actors and pay them more, give them better benefits ensure them different things. Like one of the things that they're fighting over the actors is that with AI and like, like I don't know if you watch the Disney and the Marvel shows, but they do like this youngening, like they have like Samuel Jackson to make them look mm-hmm. young. And so the actors are worried. Or the shit that like, they did with Harrison Ford. Yeah, they could just take their likeness, like, because you make them sign a contract, they take their likeness, and then I could just Mm -hmm. use your likeness in Mm -hmm. something as technology progresses to that level, Mm -hmm. right? Now, ultimately, it's not going to be good because the people aren't going to like that shit. It's the thing, it's something human about TV and movies and acting, even back when in the playwright day, when we still have plays, but when plays were more prevalent, there's something human Mm -hmm. about that, that at this point, we just can't AI it, but like, that's such Absolutely. a simple thing that they want. And it's just like, dog, you don't have to fight over these things unless mm-hmm. y'all are really thinking about trying to do these things. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> you agree don't with have you. To fight over I, that. The, but the, re- the reason why I say what I say is because you mentioned Bernie Madoff before. Like, I think so many industries and so many powerhouses and institutions have come down because people didn't realize the accounting truly. Like, we did not understand that oh, like, yeah. things were actually, mm-hmm. you know, like not safe or not um, sustainable. So I think that's for me is a bigger issue is like the, the level of greed um, and then the, the fact that people have no incentive to change the system once they like found a winning position in it. So um, I do definitely hope that everyone gets what they need. I think, like you said, it is a very clear, like it's a super clear issue here. It's a super uh, like, they're not asking for too much in any way. Um, And it's unfortunate that we're here, but we'll see what comes out of this and maybe we'll get some really cool new reality shows because niggas are desperate and maybe they'll give them what they need immediately and i'm also not a person that tells other people to give other people money because you know you earn your money especially when you are the person that earned the money you can do that but this happens all the time in sports unions where the people at the top are the most likely to strike to want to strike right So like sometimes it's the opposite like to mm-hmm. become a union like in pro wrestling they've been trying to get unions for 30 years and it's been getting blocked because the because biggest stars man is evil. No, well, no, not even that. The biggest the stars, like Hulk Hogan, Steve Austin, like all the big stars, they have no incentive to join a union because it lowers their pay significantly. 
right? That you know, Hulk Hogan's making you know fifteen million dollars. He doesn't care who the opening wrestler is. That nigga's rich from Gawker. He don't even need it no more. I'm talking about back in the eighties. Jesse uh-huh. Ventura tried to start a union, and he was against it, right? right. Because I'm going to go from making ten million dollars to making two, just so y'all can make more. But I'm the one bringing all the people because he was a big star at that time. Honestly, totally I'm you. the one bringing all the people, right? So like to join the union, the big stars fight it. But once you're mm-hmm. in a union, they're much more likely to be willing to go on strike because they fine. If I'm LeBron James and I'm a billionaire, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm willing to sit out a whole season to get what I need from from the owners in the mm-hmm. NBA because mm-hmm. I got it. I'm gonna be I can sit out two seasons. I'll be just fine. But if I'm a, a on a minimum salary and I'm making seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, so you and I that may say I don't like a lot of money, but seven hundred fifty thousand dollars is not gonna last you the rest of your life, especially if you're totally in the agree. NBA. So those people are less likely to want to sit out, right? And so the writers and the low, and you know, the commercial actors and things like that, they don't got millions, right? So they're doing it, you know, they, they're fighting for what they have to fight for, but there's going to come a point where they got to pay the bills and they're going to either take what they're offering or the people up high are going to have to start. Like I saw some actor that like paid, I forget who it was, but like he paid his whole staff for the rest of the year. Like the whole crew, like all mm-hmm. the writers and all the whole crew, he paid their entire mm-hmm. set sal- what their salaries would have been for the whole year, so that if the strike lasts the whole year, they at least get what they would have expected to get for the entire year. Like those are the types mm-hmm. of things that's going to have to happen too. Right, and it's like there is more incentive, I think, when you hold out for people who are doing that to kind of talk more to their friends about it and be like, I can't shoulder this alone. So I guess that's what I just mean by like there's going to have to be a big shift, yep. but I don't see it happening until the system shuts itself down completely. And I feel like you know sometimes I think society is close to collapsing, so it, it can happen sooner than we think. Um, I don't hope it does, but uh, I don't feel as hopeful as I did ten years ago. And on that po- very positive note, <laughs> um, we definitely support the strike and hope that everything resolves quickly. We also support raising the minimum wage and paying teachers more. I think blanket statements no, we can make. teachers less. They don't need no money. Fuck the teachers. And this is why Brandon is the one who deserves to be canceled. He tries to see when he points the finger at me and calls me racist and all these things. It's because he's trying to deflect. Um, but anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed. We gave you basically a, a silo summary. And then we gave, gave you a pretty healthy uh, Righteous Gemstones um, recap. We are uh, we promised to talk about other shows in the past. We will get to it. Um, we will. But what we will do is just continue giving you this weekly at the very least, and we'll work on the rest. Um, but thank you guys for sticking with us. Brandon, what do you want to share with the people before we go? Nothing. I'm I'm glad Chanel, me and Chanel got in the arc, not in the argument, but we <laughs> talked about who's going to lead this episode. And I was being very petty because I took meticulous <laughs> notes of this episode and Chanel did a better job than I would have done. So she that's won. That's not true. No, that's not true. We just have it's different styles. Look, because I'm improvi- as an improviser, your fear of not being able to figure it out clears and then your brain, you just go limitless. So I highly recommend improv classes for people, but yeah, no, I mean, I, obviously I appreciate you and I appreciate that we have different perspectives because it would be super boring if we were like, this is how you saw it, right? You're like, yep, moving on. Um, So I love having wars with you, opinion wars to see where people land. Um, And I do not, I have no problem being wrong because I do not always read deeply enough. Um, but anyway, you guys give us feedback on this format, any other formats we try, let us know. Um, in the meantime, thank you for listening and please stay righteous. <laughs>